today on the podcast. It's a wacky day in San Diego. Yeah. And then we'll get to the chopper. It's like the worst, the worst mic possible. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta. What would it have if? For everyone listening, we're talking about what if we turn the podcast into just a cheesy radio station. Welcome to the podcast. Today we have Dean Beiser, this wacky Hello, guy. I yeah, he is it, here. It just like yeah, it has to be like it has to be like an it has to be like a, a cell phone call attached to a walkie-talkie. Like <laughs> battery is probably a potato at this yeah, point. Yeah. And you got to have the soundboard. You got to have the soundboard from like E Bombs World from like 2004. Yeah, just like the explosion FSX in the yeah. background. Yeah. Not only that, that, it's just got like it's just got like the corny Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard. It's like get to the chopper, and it's like oh, get to the 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 chopper. <laughs> Jesus, if I ever did that, please oh, that's hire hi- hire the Delta Force guy to kill me. Pay him. And just be like, hey, Tommy's got to go. <laughs> Kill him. He's... Right, right, but just fall. Just, it would be gone. <clears throat> you, would, you would hit the negatives yeah, somehow. Yeah. The first podcast to ever hit negative 11 subscribers. We're not sure how it happens. We're talking to the people at Google, and it's like, yeah, we're working on it, and uh, we really don't know. The computer's frying. The cooling system's not working. He has negative subscribers. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what's today? 26? 27? Today is the 27th. 27 oh, March 2020. We are in Corona Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. I am in lockdown mode. That's probably why, that's why Funner History has not gotten a lot of content for me is because online schools, it's a lot more harrowing because I... Yeah. Because I've been doing a lot of work. I've been right there on the computer, but like I have to do work, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, a loadable. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah, but now that I have, I'm I'm getting Friday off because oh, fuck yeah, because I asked to. Yeah, <laughs> hell sorry. yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm starting to make new stuff right now that I that I hope will be epic. It, it will be. Where I'm not. You, you don't obviously because there's a lot of fucking creepy people out there. I guess general, you're in California, correct? Yes. So it's how shut down is it there? Because I'm I'm in Maryland. Where I live. No one, no one's really caring that it's a lockdown. Everyone's out. Everyone's out and about on the streets, getting stuff from stores. I mean, the stores are sold out, so we're not, we're not that like away from the whole coronavirus deal. Because like every store, there's nothing on the shelves. Yeah. Go to the cracker aisle to get some goldfish. What goldfish? Yeah. <laughs> All their stocks are gone of just of every food, but there's still people on the streets on their bikes just chilling. It's not like other cities where you see it's completely abandoned. There's still yeah, people out and about. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I get it because I'm like an introvert who likes to like stay home and not do anything. But even I'm starting to get like a little stir crazy. Like, cause yeah. the, really, the only thing I ever did every day is like I'd go to the gym. Like, because I take classes online. I do the podcast. I do fun or history. Yeah. Everything I do is online, so I just do it from home. Um, all the content I talk about on on the podcast is from audiobooks, so I'm just I don't need to go anywhere. I'm just I'm constantly listening to audiobooks. Yeah. And so like so that being said, the only times I ever really went anywhere would be to go to the gym, and even that it's just a mile away it's for an hour. But not not even having that little thing in my life, I'm starting to get like a little little itchy, a little like I like I dude I haven't gone for a walk 
I haven't I haven't gone for like walks since like since like my grandma was still alive and you know I go for a walk around the neighborhood with her like but I'm going for walks every day because I'm like I'm just I'm starting the cabin fever so I get it man the most hilarious thing that happened is during before the before my school shut down it was raining pouring there was just torn rain it was pretty miserable and now I look outside. There's not a cloud in the sky. It is a beautiful day. You yeah. can just take a nice walk, see all the birds. And, yeah. and but we're, we're all locked inside because yeah. because yeah. our because our governor said we should be in lockdown. So yeah. I was like, why is why yeah. is this? Yeah. Why? Yeah. There was a meme that was like like before lockdown, like rainy days, and it's like after lockdown, it's just like the sun with sunglasses on, and it's just like beaming. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Mother it, Nature it was, doesn't it give a horrible. fuck. There was this giant storm that swept for like a few like maybe a week or two this uh it like kept on raining for a couple of weeks uh, with an occasional day off for just for a nice quiet day covered by clouds um and then and then after that it's i've just seen good day after good day it's perfect weather yeah yeah mother nature doesn't give a fuck yeah 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 man so what do you when the quarantine ends do you think do you think coronavirus is going to skyrocket or do you think it's um i mean i think we're taking really good steps to defeating it at this point yeah it's still it's still going up of course but like we're we're fighting it pretty well yeah so it's like i think some physician said it he was like he's like you can you can never know if you overreacted like you yeah. can't you can't know that because if right now we're like oh this isn't so bad it's like well it's not so bad because we literally we hit pause on on global civilization we just said we just like literally record scratch like everyone go home and everyone just went home <laughs> cruise ships planes yeah. highways march madness the olympics everyone just is literally like like a world war ii bombing raid blackout yeah. but we did it for the entire planet and not just for a night we did it we just literally we just did it one day we like everyone go home and we just we hit pause we just hit pause it's like that it's like that discovery channel series like the day humans disappear or something and it's like what if we well, all just vanish? I, I have the entire tv set of that yeah yeah that's but that's what it's kind of like it's like the day humans just vanish and like <laughs> i mean I, I this happened once before actually down here in california there's like an earthquake a really big earthquake like a like an eight or a nine um, on the richer scale that hit out in Bakersfield or something it didn't affect us here on the coastline. Like we probably felt a, a little bit of a shake, but that was it. Mm-hmm. But everyone built bunkers, took everything out of stores. It was mass panic as everyone was like, Oh God, the earthquake could destroy us. Yeah. Like people in LA were going ape shit over yeah. just the earthquake, but it's out of Bakersfield, which is, or near the Nevada border. It yeah. was like right there on the opposite side of the state. Just this really big earthquake and it had two aftershocks, and then it was done. Yeah, it's... we we haven't done anything since then. But everyone started freaking out, buying like everything out of the stores, building bunkers, yeah. making like protection kits, all that. Crazy. I mean, hey man, fear is a fear is profitable. Yeah. I mean, if you can get the people riled up, dude, it is a. There's nothing like, you know, I mean, I, I don't know anything about it, but I would imagine if I owned a fucking, like, grocery store, just some, like, mom and pop store, <laughs> goddamn, like, the quarantine's not good for it, but 
man, those general freakouts, that's just, just making hay. And it's just, yeah. you clear, you don't, you, you hit your fucking, you hit your annual quotas in the first quarter. Like, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like shit, man, like Y2K. Like, oh yeah, dude, the people selling dried, like dried food, like MREs, they're probably still living off that cash. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's. Yeah, so that's one thing I've been thinking of is like, God damn, it's what you can make a lot of money. But at the same time, it's like, it's unique in that we've never had anything like this before, ever. There's never been a global thing where everyone just stops. Like, there's been war, you know, there's been world wars, but... That's just like the other yeah like every everything goes wrong like yeah, it, it, back in 1920 yeah <laughs> yeah there's like there's been world wars but you know with that there's a physical thing there are actual like houses are exploding cities are burning down yeah. this is odd because it's like you can't see it you know so yeah. it's, it's almost like a ghost or like you a just, demon you just see stats that's it you just see stats i mean if you're in a, if you're a health if there's a sure if there's a doctor listening or a nurse listening they're like you dumb fucks what do you mean you don't see it they see it but just for you and me just average us households yeah, us average shit fucks in our houses all we just see is is just a uh, it's just a graph as it slowly goes up yeah but it's like it's, i'm looking outside and it's like it's you know it's not like oh you can see the glow on the horizon from like you know i'm probably what like two hours from dc it's not like i can see like a you know, oh, you can see the nuclear glow, yeah, or like you see, know, can't see the smoke rising. Yeah, from the I don't. Downtown. I don't see. You know, I'm like a mile. Can't or two see from... society collapsing. You just yeah. see, and especially for me here, everyone's still out, so it yeah. looks like just a normal day. Yeah, it's like I'm like a mile, two miles from the ocean. It's not like I see like you know the carrier strike groups. You know, it's not like you know you don't see like national guard Humvees in the street. It's just this. Like I'm not being someone that says like coronavirus. I, is I do re- on a regular basis. Yeah. Okay. You do. I mean, before Shut that, I, I mean, I'm surrounded by like three military Shut bases. Up, Dean. Um, the Navy, the Air Force, and the Army are all here. They're all yeah, here. They're and all here. The Marines come here at the Army base. To yeah. Stuff as well. Yeah, but it's like, it's almost. I keep thinking of like South Park. You, you've seen the Day After Tomorrow, right? Yeah. That shitty movie that I love. It's kind of like South. That when have you ever seen the South Park making fun of it? It's an old one. I don't know if you've seen it, but like they're yeah. they're basically kind of like pretending it's happening. Dean, get off your yeah. phone. If you're on your phone, I'll break your neck. No, I'm not. It's, <laughs> it's here. See this? All right. No, it's not. All right, all right, beautiful. Um, they crack it. <laughs> cracks in half. But it's like the South Park where like they pretend that it's happening, and it's like Randy and like two other dads and they're like walking down main street and they're like it's 600 billion below zero like oh my god how are we gonna serve but it's just like a sunny day in colorado but they're like pretending it's so bad they're like oh oh it's i'm freezing i'm dying he's laying there and he's like i'm dying i'm dying but i keep thinking it's like the end of the world coronavirus covid19 pandemic breaking news fox news alert cnn special report and I look outside, yeah. and I can, I mean, it's not even exaggeration. There's literally three little girls on, like, pink tricycles. <laughs> it's just like, it's a pandemic, and it's like, a, yeah, bring, bring, pandemic, bring, bring. everyone panic, and then, the, and then you just look outside, and there's some people like, just walking trip, their trip, dog. Trip, 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 oof, oof. And you just rustle of the branches. 
And it's like, pandemic, everyone, American shutdown. Will we recover? Yeah. Mailman comes by and he's like, hey, doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, We're all just like, you just see everyone panicking on TV. You just look outside. There's some people just playing ball out, yeah. in, the, out in the school field. It's like the Bill Hicks bit. He's like, can someone tell me where all this bad shit's going on? Turn it on the news. War, famine, genocide, death. War, famine, genocide, death. War, famine. And then photos of people like in hospitals yeah, or in, like yeah. tents and stuff. And then they're like, yeah, but what's happening in the actual area where I live? Yeah. And so that's what Bill you Hicks just is. look outside. It's all fine. Yeah. That's what Bill Hicks is like. He was just like, he's like, you just hear you're going to the like, war, famine, panic, death, genocide, nuclear, war, famine. And then you look outside and it's just like, chirp. Sure, buddy. Chirp, chirp, okay. chirp. Chirp. The sun's just, you see the rays just coming through the leaves. Yeah, and he's like, it's where's like all this shit happening, man? Yeah. <laughs> now, I actually went outside a little bit to, to, uh, to take out the trash. It's nice and warm as well. You can probably go over to the beach, get some nice waves. Probably yeah. a great day to surf now. Yeah. You should, you should like you should walk out of your garage with like a hazmat suit on and like an like an astronaut like umbilical cord back to like your house. <laughs> I'm just no, it's I just have like a freeze bottle. I'm spraying wherever I step. <laughs> like before I step, I just step, step, step. step. <laughs> just make sure I don't touch that coronavirus on that ground. You know. And you're just carrying around a five foot stick, and you just when anyone comes near me near you, you're like stop. You just poke you him, in the, like just poke two, him in the sternum. You, two, you have like two air uh, purifiers on your yeah. back, like some sort of like oxygen yeah, tank. That's something. Yeah, you got the big, you got the big bubble head on. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> like spraying all sorts of Febreze and stuff everywhere. You got like a little red, a little red light, like siren. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> you got like those school bus stop signs. Someone comes yeah. near you, and it's like you're wearing like whoop. a full like. Safety vest and everything. Yeah. Sort of, like, bright, bright yellow. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like, can, like, hot, yeah, high vis orange. Exactly. <laughs> Microphone, you're like, please don't come any closer. Keep your social distance. <laughs> Citizen, back up. Citizen. <laughs> but then you take it to another level. It's just like, hey, Dean, I just got it. You're just like, like, bro. <laughs> it's just someone says you should not freak about uh, freak out about it. Just whack them with the stick. Everybody keep calm. It's like old school. Everyone keep calm. We can't lose our composure. <laughs> Setting up like a fence outside their house, like yeah. some sort of military like yeah. quarantine zone or All right. something. All right, Dad, you're on Overwatch. <laughs> You got like spotlights outside. Yeah. It looks like a prison, even though it's just like a nice suburban house on the inside. You're getting mom's coming back with groceries. You're doing like a full airport scan of what? every item. The car's coming in. You've got like you've got the you've got like the the plane landing sticks. You're like, <laughs> you got like an X-ray going as yeah. the car comes through. Yeah. Just making sure everything is like not. Not All right, shoes off, laptop in the bin. All right, good job, Billy. Yeah, so um, joke's on us. In two months, people are looking at this video, and they're like, those two guys had no idea they were the next on the coronavirus death toll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But um, so Monday, I'm having on, um, so that guy I've had on, Dan Libby. Uh, yeah. I really need to learn their ranks. I don't. 
sergeant. Is it what is it? Is it senior master sergeant? Is that SM? I have no idea how the military is ranking system these. goes. I need to learn these. I'm terrible with them. Um, yeah, because I realize I always title them. I'm just like Air Force guy. <laughs> like I'm like Army dude. I just know they usually start with C. So yeah, yeah. no, this one begins with S. Whatever. Oh. Um, Dan Libby uh -oh. though. Yeah, he military interrogator and in, uh, U.S. USAF uh, intel. His brother, David Libby, was a was an Air Force historian. Not like. Not like a history major in the Air Force, but I mean like, or like a history major focusing on the Air Force. I mean like, was in the United States Air Force, retired USAF, and was like a base historian. So like of that base, he was the one in charge of just documenting everything, you know, everything from like keeping minutes to, you know, the history of the base, like, but where did he work? But Wright-Patterson where the goddamn aliens are. <laughs> so I was talking to Dan Libby and I was like, I always try to like mix it in. I like I've had him on like four times now and normally you get like two hours in. I'm like, all right, Dan, what do you know about the aliens? Cause he, he, he had a top secret clearance. So like he, he, there's a lot of stuff he can't talk about, but whenever I talk about aliens, he always laughs and he's like, I mean, I think they exist. I don't know if they visited. And then finally, after having like known him for a month or two and having him on a couple times he called me one day he's like hey man so my brother was a, a air force historian i was like oh that's cool he's like yeah like right patterson air force base where supposedly uh is that where hangar 13 was was that right patterson or was that um the I'm, one that they put the, sure. the they supposedly put the remember sauce. s4 which was yeah. at uh groom lake yeah well supposedly they put that they put the the saucer in the in a hangar at uh at Wright Patterson. It was hangar thirteen. It was it's in Project Blue Book. I, yeah, I just yeah. remembered. Apparently even like Curtis LeMay was eventually denied access when he was Ooh. chairman of the Joint Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. He was denied. Yeah, he's the he's the crazy man yeah. that wants to defeat Russia. Yeah. Curtis LeMay was a boss. He was insane. Yeah. I loved him. Bombs like, away look LeMay. At some, like some of his quotes are just mm, good. His quotes are insane. That dude was a that dude was a living caricature. Literally like walking on the flight line of like b-36s and they're all like dripping yeah. fuel and he's smoking the cigar and someone's like sir the like the like they could light and he looks at him and he goes they wouldn't dare <laughs> like just like smoking a stove like you know his like boots soaked in jet fuel like whatever yeah he's uh yeah, bombs away lemay um yeah yeah, he described his uh, or Richard M. Rhodes described LeMay's uh, bombing fleets, his fleets of thousands of B-29s taken off from uh, islands in the Pacific to go bomb Japan, described them as, I don't remember if, if Richard M. Rhodes described them as these or Richard M. Rhodes was quoting LeMay. Regardless, he said that they were LeMay's, uh, it was ironic because he described them as his thousands of throwing stars. But that he would throw from the the Japan the the outer islands into the into the mainland. He would throw his Japanese throwing. I mean that is well because they were all you know the B twenty nines were like reflective chrome. He's like he's like he's like you know he's like we'll see how long I'll see how tough they are when I throw my thousand throwing stars and it was and then the his missions stars. over the Arctic with the B forty sevens that was mad craziness. Lemay went over the Arctic. Yeah, he went right up over the Arctic towards Russia, turned around, did tons of missions with B-47 strategists doing that kind of oh, go right up to they, the border, turn around. Well, yeah, were they just fall. were they just fucking go like just pedal to the metal, just full throttle? He'd send an yeah, entire Yeah, they're going right hey, over the Arctic and the, and the B-47s. Yeah. Before they arrive, they just 
pull they pull back to to American soil. Yeah, yeah. But he'd send them over like full speed, and like just a wall of bombers, <laughs> just like a full on sprint. It'd literally be like, it'd literally be like if an like a bunch of like rhinos were outside of your like house, and they just start sprinting down the street towards you. You'd be like, hold, they're about to plow through like, the. If you see, like, like you see footage of B-17s over like Germany there's like you can see like maybe 50 different bombers in the frame yeah it's like that but just replace it with B-47 strategy yeah. jets and then yeah. replace it in Germany with Russia yeah <laughs> but that's what he'd do is he'd go just like afterburners just freaking over and then yeah they sure literally he would love the XB-70 though what he would love the XB-70 though well that was I don't his... think he I don't think he lived old enough to see the XB seventy. No, that was his, that, that was his, that was oh, that was, was his that was his baby. Know. Oh yeah, no, he want he wanted something like. My sights are unreliable. I'll tell you that. No, he wanted something like. Are... No, Lemay wanted something like. He wanted like three hundred XB seventies, and they cut it down to. They approved it, and then they cut it down to like one fifty. They only had two. Then the seventy. They only had two that yeah. existed. Well, no, they kept cutting it down, and then they finally cut it down to sixteen, and then that one crashed, and they said, "Okay, now you just, they had already built two, and one crashed, and so he was sixteen was supposed to be the minimum number he would get. And he was already furious yeah. about that because it was like one tenth of what he wanted." Yeah, it's and, this giant super Mach three supersonic bomber that can like have this multi load of payloads. Like yeah. you can probably put, I uh, like missiles, bombs. Yeah. Uh, it even had those uh those pancake air to air missiles for defense. Oh yeah, you posted those. The um. Yeah. It's called like uh, pie I was, I was on a website that. Pie, yeah. Like, pie reviews, Uh yeah, I was on a website that like looks at like alternate history planes and then there was this photo of the xp70 just releasing these pancakes uh looking missiles i'm like what the hell is this yeah. so i yeah. looked up and I'm like they, so it actually was going to turn into a space shuttle kind of program or something there like a person would go up into space in this pancake looking spacecraft but like there's also the thing of a missile a smaller shrunk it down and they decided hey why don't we just shove it in the xp70 so Boom. Yeah, well, it it almost existed. Yeah. Very they were close. literally they were like mini flying saucers. Yeah, the name was something yeah. weird. It was literally like I mean I'm butchering it, but I pronounced it, it as like Pie Wacket or something. I remember reading it and I was yeah, like, what it, the f-? No, it was the Pie Wacket. Pie Wacket. It was just such it, it a weird a, fucking it, name. It was P Y E Wacket. <laughs> that it's it's W A C T uh W A C K E it's pretty simple but pi what the heck did they but, spell that yeah. y-e what yeah i guess yeah fucking <laughs> fucking mad lad it tastes as bad as you expect <laughs> yeah why would you do that i ran out of cran um cranberry juice like halfway through the bottle so i just grabbed the apple and just dumped it in. i'm like i make cranberry apple juice <laughs> improvise adapt exactly yeah, man. LeMay wanted a whole army of, of XB-70s because his whole thing, it wasn't, his whole thing was just the ability to strike. He want, he, he said it, was, it all came down to how fast you could. Said so there was a limit on, you know, how valuable that, you know, it, the value or the tactical value of warheads didn't necessarily go up linearly with megatonnage you know a 57 megaton warhead it doesn't 
it doesn't have twice the blast radius of a 25 ton mega uh, uh, warhead. It it's a isn't it? It's a exponential or like a, it's a square cube thing. It doesn't go out. It's not. I don't know. I'm an idiot, Lemay. But he want he bomb said confused. yeah yeah bomb big bomb go bam yeah no he he his whole thing was it didn't necessarily matter if they were in the kilotons or megatons although Lemay did have a soft spot for megatons he but it was all about how quick can you get them there that's all it was it doesn't matter what you have if you can't get it there quickly so I mean because Operation Chrome, Chrome Dome was under Lemay right. Um, I don't know. I think it was just like a like a, all the Air Force decided we need to keep these bombers up in the air. I don't yeah. know. Everything I've read is just says the Air Force decided, not yeah. like a specific person. So yeah, no, Lemay was fucking insane. I love Lemay. Yeah. Um, you know the Air also, Force. Also, MacArthur Douglas, real crazy man. Oh yeah, yeah. Douglas was fucking insane. Also read a thing that after he was out of the military, researched UFOs as well. So yeah, well that's the thing is Douglas MacArthur. He well he was he was fired by Truman because he criticized Truman for not because uh, MacArthur wanted to, wanted the U.S. to drop fourteen uh, atomic bombs on Korea when we started the Korean yeah, War. Yeah, he really just wanted new Korea. Yeah, he, yeah, he wanted yeah. That's yeah, because MacArthur. I mean, you got to remember, MacArthur recaptured the Philippines in World War II. So, like Lemay, I mean, Lemay saw his big thing was he will never. The quote is, he will never forget how unprepared the U.S. was for World War II, and he said that the reason we survived as a nation is because we were removed by two oceans, and you know, no war fronts on the northern and southern borders. He's like, because of that, we were able to mobilize and basically just turn into a massive fist of death and, you know, <laughs> go across the ocean and fuck yeah. shit up. Woo! But he said, like, I'll never forget how unprepared we were. We were. And he's like, that 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 won't exist in the future. And he's like, the, the next war isn't going to be, okay, we can see their carrier strike groups. They'll be here in three days. Or we, our radars are picking up their bombers over Greenland. We have seven hours. He's like, it'll happen. He's like, or it won't be like a front that's slowly advancing over months. He's like, it'll happen in minutes. And yeah. he was like, we can never be unprepared again. And he's like, he's like, World War Two. He's like, that was like, like that, that was a lucky one. He was like, we, you know, we could write that one off, like skin of our teeth. He's like, that won't happen again. So that's why he was all about always being on alert. That's why he, I mean, he went through every single uh, base that comprised Strategic Air Command. He went through each wing, personally. He went and like lived at each one for days or weeks, and literally restructured it, fired people, brought in new people, and would move on to the next one. He was like, it has to be a sharpened blade, ready to go in seconds. Um, yeah. Do you know? Do you know one thing they had was um one thing they experimented with where um. These, these antennas that they would spool out of like the early doomsday planes before the E4B. It was like, I think it was under like Nixon, maybe it was under Carter, but they had these, mm. they, they were called a uh, looking glass and they would go up and they had these antennas that were just these long cables 
and they were um, ELF, extremely low frequency. And that's how we could contact with, uh, that's how we could contact our nuclear submarine fleets because the wavelengths of these were in miles and they could mm. literally just like, they could go through the earth, they could go through mountains, like they didn't get blocked by anything. But the thing is, is the radar said to be huge. Like there was an array in Maine, but it was something like, it was something like, like 2,000 by 2,000 feet. And it was so big, you couldn't even stand it up. So it was just like in a field. But what we wanted was we wanted, because with these, you could contact, if you could contact submarines, you could contact everything. And so our biggest worry was what about a decapitation strike where we can have all these nukes, all these missiles, all these bombers, but what if, what if they wipe us out and we, they're all just sitting there in the runway and we can't launch them. So with this early doomsday plane, what they had was this big cable. And I shit you not, it was five miles long. It was five, it was 25,000 feet long. And it was just a cable. And what they would do is they'd go up to like 40,000 feet and they literally, they said it was on like enormous spools. And this was, a, this was it wasn't a 747. It might've been like a, like a, what was the Starlifter? I think it might have been that. Oh, the Starlifter. No, they're not. I don't think Starlifters were used for electronic warfare. I don't the, the, know. Um, there weren't a lot of the these. There was like two were car- cargo planes. Well, there were used. whatever this plane was. There was only like two of them. So they were specialized. They like bought oh, planes. Oh, no, and... it's definitely not the C one forty one because okay. that's a mass produced plane. Okay. Um, well, no, no, no. They used a mass produced plane, but they specialized oh, it. It's oh, like, okay. it's like the, it's like the seven forty seven with the laser on it. Like we didn't mass, pro- yeah, we didn't mass produce like laser seven forty sevens. We mass produced seven forty seven, and we out re retrofitted one. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, so what the looking glass was is I don't remember what plane it was, but it was a mass produced plane. It was just we highly specialized and where we gutted everything. There was like the pilots, there's the communication, and then there was like the, I guess whatever who whatever their special position was that they were in the the bottom of it, and they would spool out this cable that was five miles long and they would drag it out in a straight line or as straight as you can get just you know because they're going 500 miles an hour and then they would start doing a 360 bank and they would just spin and that's how they coiled it up and then they would maintain that bank so the entire thing so this big coil about a mile in diameter would, would be turning in the air and they could use that to contact nuclear submarines and because that wasn't a that wasn't a mobile or that wasn't a stationary antenna that could be targeted by a nuke this was a plane that could at any point spool it back up pull it back in and then you know go off the radar and it could if it, uh, if it, it is an e4 century if if it was e4 century that was used then that would make sense because those things are supposed to resist nuclear weapons yeah they're yeah. like emp proof and such well no yeah, so, like, this was one of the early ones that was the emp proof it had a faraday cage around the whole plane they said even the windows if you looked at the windows you could see the crisscrossing of copper wires because it probably was the e4 century because i think that was like, I think that in the VC-25, which is just a modified E-4 century for the president, um, were, like, the only planes that were really yeah. clear-proof. Yeah. With, well, like, EMP-proof. Like, you could drop an EMP on that, that plane would still be flying. Yeah, it would be fine. That's what was so insane about it is uh, not only that, yeah. but um, so with Chrome Dome, where they kept those planes flying, you know, 24-7. 24 hours. Just, such, just turning you know. them out. Just, you know, you land or the, you take off, then you land. Um, but another thing they had was with these, these radar planes and they were, the, they were the looking glass. I think, sorry, there were, 
there are three planes, I believe. Or there might have been four for redundancy. There's four, yeah, four planes, but there are three shifts. You take off at noon. No, sorry, you take off at midnight, 8 a.m., and 4 p.m. And they kept these going for something insane. It was like 35 years. So, like, we know about Chrome Dome, but we what we didn't know about was these, uh, the looking glass. And these were the ones with the long spool antennas. And so what they could do with these is they could also, they tested them out. I forget where they tested them. It might have, it was one of the Air Force bases. Um, it might have been Vandenberg. But what they could do with these is they had special access. They had special uh, launch codes. And what they could do with these antennas was they could launch the Minutemen out of their silos without the, without any input from the silo operators oh so, man well the idea was is what if they were killed like what if sabotage what if you know Spetsnaz yeah. went down there and killed them like so what this wanted to do is it would just be able to fly up and down the coast it could go into Mont- it could go into the Great Plains and what it would do is they would know where all the silos were and they could fly over a bundle of them they could do their loop and then beep and they could but they tested it and it worked they could go over with their huge coil and they could actually remotely launch the minutemen missiles without any input without any input from the silos and these guys were i mean it was these guys had even it was even more uh i guess safety precautions than having nukes because they had nuke codes so it was like there was like a safe within a safe that had like the ability to spool to unleash the spool and start launching and it was like two guys with keys had to like unlock it at the same yeah, time the, the partner key like, switch yeah but what they it always al- had that for the nuclear yeah. stuff but what this had is it also had um is i think the safe was like electronically closed and that was so if at any point uh it lo- if the number was if it lost power for more than 1.7 seconds there was a charge inside and it would destroy the mechanism and that was to protect against sabotage or a crash so if yeah so it was not only not only did you have to have double keys it was a safe within a safe and if it lost power for 1.7 seconds or more there was like a c4 uh, shape charge inside you know which is tear through the thing with like molten tungsten or something yeah they're fucking psychopaths it was awesome but yeah, I mean, they, that would probably be a good view from the airplane, because imagine you're just sitting there up in the airplanes, you've already launched the missiles, and then you just see them go right up past you. I know. Those missiles come up from below you, and then they're above you. Yeah, and they're like 100 feet tall. <laughs> they're insane. But yeah, that's what they're. That's what LeMay had. He was like, he's like, it's not enough that we have uh, submarines, missiles, and bombers. It was, we have to be able to launch all of them, even if everyone else is dead. And then the other thing was, is he created um, ERCS, emergency, no, ERCBM, ERCB, ERBMs, yeah, ERBMs, emergency radio ballistic missiles. And what it was is somewhere in, in the middle of America, there were four silos with four Minutemen missiles, and they took the warheads out of them. What are you smiling at, Dean? I know what you're going to say, and you're going to say those things could make the missiles launch from a missile. Yeah, yeah. And they had they had radio systems inside of them, and they took out the warheads, put in the radio systems, and no one, it was so classified, even other silo operators didn't know about it. So other silo <laughs> operators thought that was just another silo, but what these guys had, it was four silos in a cross, and they would go east, west, north, south. And what they would do is they'd launch them up, 
they'd go the same trajectory as a normal ICBM, but they'd beep out launch codes. And this was the this was supposed to be like the final straw. If nothing else is working, you fire this. It would go across the entire United States, just activating every silo as they went, activating the nuclear subs too. I mean, it's like those uh those uh like lead planes back in World War Two. Like you see those uh B twenty fours with the crazy colors. Those because they would like lead the bomber formations before they head off and head back to base. Yeah, kind of reminds me of those. It would just be the it'd be the lead planes to the start of the mission. They yeah. Would, they would be a different spot modified plane, not really meant for combat, but then it would tell all the rest of the combat equipped bombers, this is where you go. This is where you go. <laughs> Fuck this shit up. Bombs away. But yeah. yeah, that's what these missiles would do. And he had, he had other things too. He had, he set up something called the Green Pine Network and it was from Greenland to Alaska. And it were these like fortified radio stations. And apparently it was a form of radio that I think is still classified because it wasn't that they were EMP hardened. It was that they couldn't be affected by EMP. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck you pull that off. It wasn't hardened. It wasn't protected against EMP. It was not affected by EMP. Probably was underground then. Yeah. So that was the Green Pine Network. So, yeah, we had the looking glass. We had the we had the ERC, ERCS, ERBM, I can't pronounce it, the Green Pine Network. LeMay was fucking, he did not give a I shit. I went to the Nike missile site over in San Francisco and the uh, Titan missile site in uh, Tucson, Arizona. Oh, yeah? Those things have a lot of security measures just for the regular silo that isn't ha- that that would be firing regularly. That thing has a lot of precautions and such. Like, yeah. there is so much stuff just to make sure it does not sabotage, the missile doesn't fire early, all that stuff. And for the, for so... That's just a regular missile silo. No special planes flying overhead yeah. or missiles guiding them. It's just yeah. a regular silo. It has so much security to make sure it doesn't it doesn't do anything that the uh, the the person's launching the missile wants. Yeah. Have you ever? Did you ever? Uh, there's like a YouTube. I'm trying to get comfortable. I'm not comfortable doing that. Um, there's there's like a YouTube video called like the Silent Sentinels. <laughs> it's like the, but it's these guys that it's. It's the guys that protect uh, silos, and it's just like they talk about it, and they're like, they're like, it's like the most boring but most like paranoid job there is. Yeah, they would give them a specific amount of time to give the right code at like five different stations. Well, yeah. So there'd be the entrance, there'd be something before you enter the bunker, there'd be oh, something yeah. down by the door, and there's something when oh, you yeah. get to the actual firing area. You have to answer those four like things, and like five minutes or something and yeah. if not this, the guard is going to come up and beat your ass yeah well no not only well a lot of them had there was also I mean the guys in the silos they were also both they were both armed and it was if anyone comes in if, if anyone comes in while you're on shift it's shoot to kill and not only that going down into the first going down into like one of the I know one of the barriers it was you literally you like you went in you had to be like you know beeped in through like a camera and then once you got in, there's almost like a little printer. And this is from um, Command and Control by Eric Schlosser. It's an it's awesome book. It's insane. Um, it would like, it would like, maybe it wasn't a printer. Maybe it was just like a little slot. And like your code for the door would come out. And it was a one-time code. And then next to the code where you typed it in, was a little a little metal trash can. 
in a book of matches and you were supposed to yeah, take the exactly. paper That's and you're supposed to light it and burn it. Yeah. There was like a ashtray. So you'd have this code, you, go, you light it, you, you use it, light it, put it, uh, put it away, get to the next thing in like this specific amount of yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One time code. You can never use it again. It's, I was like, that is a lot of security just to get inside to the mishap silo. Well, the, well, the, I mean, it makes sense though because you got to think if you can get access to one silo and you can manage to fire off a nuke, you're not just firing off a nuke; you're causing World sure. War Three. Yeah, because exactly. if you fire them, um, every other country fires them, and if they fire them, we're going to fire ours. So it's really access to one nuke is access to thousands of nukes, in a sense. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and on top of all of that, LeMay wanted the XP-70. <laughs> he was like, not only that, we want something that can do a Mach 3 he sprint. Also, he also wants the bomber, so we can also just drop more nukes. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, like, they didn't think, because all the other Air Force generals didn't like the missile, because they were, you know, they were classic Air Force. It was, you know, we got these big, beautiful bombers, like, you know, we did, they were attached Look, to them. Now they're outdated because these missiles can fly there in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Meanwhile, our bombers are going slow as hell. Yeah. I mean, the bomber, the, the ICBMs would top out at Mach 23. Like, yeah, they're going they're going to space and coming back down. They're going to. 30 it's like minutes. It's a pretty quick system. Yeah. And the bombers, they're traveling like maybe like close to Mach 1. They're just big, slow bombers. They arrive in Russian airspace in six hours. Yeah. Yeah. And they got to get refueled. They have people yeah. in them that need to eat. They have to people they, and they got to be taken yeah. off and maintained. These missiles, I mean, those things they could take direct hits, and they're in silos underground. It doesn't matter what's going on above ground. But apparently, all the other like Air Force generals like weren't a fan of it because you know they were like I, I guess more sentimental towards the bombers. A lot of them had flown in World yeah. War Two in Korea. But apparently, Lemay like didn't give a fuck. Like Lemay was like, oh, beautiful. Apparently, Lemay even like used to write about them poetically in his like journal <laughs> he literally is like daydream I mean, like, like yeah yeah i mean who hasn't i, I definitely don't have a, a journal of of poems all about all the beautiful yeah. aircraft in the united yeah, states air force flying behind me yeah <clears throat> but um no apparently lemay used to write about him and he'd be like those big you make those big shiny nuclear weapons clinging to the belly of a b36 like a you know, like a baby clinging to, or like a baby, like orangutan clinging to the belly of its mother, flying over the oceans, like twinkling in the starlight. And then they drop those, and with the concentrated power of a star, would come down onto Earth, and they'd bruise the, they'd bruise the continents and blind the stars. Well, they literally used to just like doodle, <laughs> like you know. LeMay just ha had a relationship with the bombers, probably. Literally, it's like yeah, it's like middle school, like you know doodling like your crush's name Lemay was like ICBMs yeah, exactly. with like a heart over the eye I, I heart my Valkyrie yeah, my yeah. Valkyrie yeah I heart CBMs yeah you, you enter inside his room there's just posters everywhere like, yeah you know, it's like it's boy it's like bomber. it's like boy bands but instead it's just like nuclear warheads <laughs> it's just all it's like all different types of bombers yeah so, yeah got body pillows with an XP-70 yeah he, uh, he's, got, he's got an XP-70 waifu <laughs> Just like, exactly. So she's got stacks of anime. <laughs> oh no! I mean, I've I've seen some animes that that have tanks in it. So I mean, it's not out of that. I in boats, navy ships. There's plenty of anime that has that involves itself in military aspects. Um, but like, 
I've not seen anything that had any sort of aircraft in its headlight. Man, I'd love to get like one of those World War II bombers with like the women painted on the sides, but it's just like LeMay. <laughs> it's like LeMay, you know, with like eating like I mean, an ice cream cone or something. Like something. I mean, you, you probably can if you just like, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of painters can do that stuff still. I would love to do Plus, that. If- when the podcast gets a studio one day, I want to get like an actual piece of like a B twenty nine, just some big like chrome. I mean, metal plate, and I, I want to get the air. Uh, the air museum down here, they they actually sell pieces of, of bomber planes that have pinups painted on them. So I mean, probably make one. They're pretty yeah. simple to make. Yeah. Whenever this place gets a stu- whenever this podcast grows enough to get a studio, that's what I'm going to get. I want to get a chrome plate, and I want to get some artist just commission like an artist to actually do like a 1942 art style, but I want like LeMay in like a bikini, <laughs> like like straddling like a like a Titan II or something, or like a yeah like a Redstone rocket. Um, but yeah, MacArthur was so MacArthur let or another LeMay quote was about Vietnam. <laughs> like you can tell how fucking like no fucks this guy was. Because he said, like, without blinking on, like, an interview, he was like, we seem to have a phobia about hydrogen bombs. <laughs> Everyone else in the world was like, yeah. Yeah, we do. But LeMay was like, he said that about Vietnam. He's like, we seem to have a phobia about using hydrogen bombs. Because he, want, he wanted to detonate them in Vietnam. He was like, just one or two of these fuckers. He's like, you could light the whole country on fire. It's all jungle. <laughs> He's just sitting he- He's like, oh, once they actually do this mission, he's sitting in a movie theater of like live cam from the plane with popcorn, just like, I'm sure mm, it's going to be a great view. I'm sure he is. Yeah, he's probably, yeah. But, I've got like an entire movie theater to set up. So if one of those him. mission goes, he's just sitting there eating popcorn and be like, do the stuff, drop the nuke. It's like the Michael Jackson gif. He's just like, yeah. yeah, like the bomb goes, he just cheers. He's like the only one in that theater, but like he's like cheering his heart <laughs> out. Yeah, he like role plays. He has like the whole. He hires the whole theater. So he walks in and they just like they give him a ticket. (laughs) You know, he goes to the counter and he's like, "What would you like today?" He's. (laughs) They have previews. (laughs) Next summer, hydrogen bombs. Yeah, but yeah. So MacArthur wanted to drop. I believe it was fourteen atomic bombs, all up and down Korea, and Truman didn't want to, and MacArthur apparently you know started speaking ill of him. And Truman was just, you know, you gotta, it's kind of like going to jail. You gotta beat up the biggest guy. Truman's like, fuck this. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be bad mouthed by, you know, technically his, his, uh, an employee. <laughs> and so, cause he's the commander in chief. So, or I guess yeah. subordinate. And, uh, yeah, so he fired MacArthur. But yeah, that's a, MacArthur, MacArthur said about the Foo Fighters in World War II. MacArthur, he said, and this was before he was like fired and disgraced. He said in his report to, I think it was FDR or Truman, he said, I believe these are interplanetary craft. And he said, another quote of his is World War Three. It's not the Einstein one. I, I know not what World War Three would be fought with. That one's the yeah. most overused one. But no, uh, MacArthur's is World War Three will be fought between planets. And then he also yeah, set up. And another one, another thing he set up that not a lot of people know about was he set up in the Air Force. He set up a committee, and it was to review uh, UFO sightings and how can we protect ourselves against interplanetary invaders. 
This isn't some like yeah. You know, go, go to uh, on channel it, channel name. It's redacted. They did a YouTube video recently about him about that speech. So if y'all are listening, go to it's redacted. Very good channel. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. Shout out redacted. That's on YouTube. Shout yeah. out to them. Yeah. No, MacArthur literally wanted to form a committee because he was like, we need to learn how to either prepare and prepare to fight against these or to capture and re-engineer them. But this isn't like, this isn't like neckbeard, like, oh, there are UFOs out there. This is MacArthur. Yeah, well, like reporting MacArthur to like FD. Yeah, won the Pacific War. Yeah. And took a photo with uh, with their emperor. Yeah. The guy that, yeah. that almost knew Korea yeah. talking about UFOs. Yeah. Like, so that's not some bullshit. Like, this is, you know, and this is, it's not like, it's not like he was fired already, and so now he was saying anything to get back in the limelight. This is before that. This is where he was still flying high. Like, yeah. Th- that's it. Never gets brought up. Or like, what about Truman? UFOs, given that they exist, are not created by any powers here on Earth. What the fuck? <laughs> like, it just it never gets it just it never gets brought up. It's just like, oh yeah, but it's like the sitting U.S. president said that. Like, what the fuck? Listen, pay, pay attention to the documents. Do research. It's, I mean, there's something. To say that there isn't something, and I like, I don't know what it is, but to say there's not something, there is something. <laughs> Do dirty <laughs> like that. Your uh, comedy, your comedy. I, I, am, I have achieved comedy. I have achieved exactly. laugh. Um, so, Project Blue Book. Woo! That was a uh, season two just ended like two days ago. So sad about that. I don't get to watch any new episodes. Eh, Rest in peace. Cry. Rest I cry. Peace. F. Pour one out for Dean. Big F. But, yeah, probably just gonna come back during uh, summer. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Who even knows? But is um, it, it's worth watching. Oh hell yeah! Really? It's great. Well then, I might need to get it. Actually, I probably do need to like binge watch it because I'm having the Air Force historian on Amazon Monday. Prime. It's on Amazon Prime, both on, seasons. Okay, fucking let's let's go into it because what's today? Friday. I got Saturday and Sunday to watch it. Yeah. So I mean, it's pretty long. Like each episode is like forty minutes, so you might have to extend that time a bit more. Well, I got the guy on Monday. I can't push that back. So <laughs> I mean, when I had well, on, you can you can just hold it off. I, that's usually what I do. What like. Do Sunday, uh, Saturday, Sunday. Do the thing on Monday. Maybe get it, the rest of the episodes done the next weekend. I don't know. Well, no, do no, no. I, well, I want to watch them so I can talk to this guy. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. Do, well, do it quickly because these episodes are pretty long. Okay. Well, I can start today. I can start after the podcast. So. Nice. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, so I started. So I just play. Um, so I just play video games on mute and I listen to audiobooks, and that's the only way I can learn because I'm ADD. So I gotta play. So I gotta play Just Cause, flying around, blowing up gas tanks. That's the only way I can learn. But when I do that, I can listen to an audiobook for eight, nine hours in a row. So it's fantastic. So I started. I started Michio Kaku's uh, The Future of Humanity. It's already fucking insane. But I don't want to go off track. What? So what has stuck out from Blue Book to you? Um. Well, I mean, it 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 does talk about a lot of famous UFO sightings. Um, that are pretty mainstream, but I I don't know. It's just a, it's also kind of fiction in some places because mm. some some of these things never really happened. Um, but great TV show that kind of retells 
that retells history in its own fun way and it's by the history channel so what do you expect yeah yeah <laughs> they're a bit all over the place with uh, aliens and such but they still did pretty good on it wait so they do well now i'm debating whether or not i should watch it because you said some of them are fiction uh, i mean like the ufo things they're all real it's just like what happens not during when they're researching about ufos that's all fiction oh yeah like backstory like like the human story well it's, yeah there's 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 russians and those russians probably didn't exist at that time so i mean they're probably making some things up here and there like just for just to you know elaborate things because they're because probably the files aren't that big because they're probably all classified yeah uh because you know it's, it's air force um yeah so they're probably they're probably having to make some things up so they can uh you know at least get a big story going hmm. but most of it is pretty truthful yeah because i'm pretty sure there isn't a because i'm because as far as i know i don't think um there's a giant hole in the wall that a giant mountain with a giant hole in it that belongs to a military installation with a giant fusion core or something inside it as far as i know is that one of the episodes yeah that was like the first episode of season two or the second episode i don't know they went to area 51 then near the end of the episode giant giant hole in the mountain opens and there's just this big blue glowing orb inside and you're god just like the fuck is this god damn it all right well then maybe that won't be the best thing to watch for monday i've got i've got ufo books i've got there's a good book called the black vault and it's literally just it's like it's a very dry book but that's how the author wanted to present it he was like i don't want to present some like sexy ufo men in black story he's like these are just the declassified cia files yeah and it's dry but because of that none of it is is falsified or fabricated and that even with that there's still some really weird shit like like one of the craziest ones is um it happened on the east coast i think in the 80s and there was this like cylinder that was streaking up and down the east coast and like the first thing we did was contact the russians and the russians were like we have no idea what that is like no that's not ours so this thing was going up but apparently it would be like off the coast of virginia one minute and like 30 seconds later it would be like off the coast of miami Jeez, that's was, really quick. It was just bolting up and, and then would go up to like Maine and then would drop down to like Savannah and would just float, then go back up to Manhattan. Like it was just, yeah, and they were just scrambling, uh, scrambling fighter jets up and down the coast. But that, it just never gets talked about. What's so odd about all these UFO sightings are it's almost like they just don't get talked about. And I don't mean in like the. Ooh, the saucer came and it abducted my cousin and you know not not like stupid shit like that but like stuff like MacArthur or Truman or it's just like there are legitimate things that happen that no one can explain I mean most of them are in government files cause like it's redacted they're finding these files they're going around to like military stuff and finding these uh, military files that talk about it and such uh, so like some of them they are kind of blacked out and such mm-hmm. um i guess kind of in like people they don't really go around searching for information that's probably why they don't get talked around so much because they're just 
they're just talking about UFOs. They're not. They're talking about the mainstream ones, the ones that everyone knows, the ones that are famous, not the ones that you actually have to go research on the internet. You have to go to the deepest websites to find mm. to find the truthful information, mm. like government files. Mm. Yeah, man. Do you do you think Trump's ever going to do anything with UFO files? I mean, if there I think was. He's- if there's anyone, if there's anyone that would do it, for good, better or worse, <laughs> but just to, I mean, Trump is really outlandish. He'd probably do that, but yeah. like, it matters on what happens this election because yeah. elections happening this year, he might just get booted out before he can do anything. <laughs> yeah, if it's not, I have a feeling that if it's like not looking good for him, he's gonna do like one of two things. He's either going to like federally legalized marijuana or he's going to release some UFO files <laughs> like he's going to release a, a few government secrets here and then he's going to get assassinated by by the men in black just yeah. like JFK <laughs> yeah. oh yeah you were saying that JFK was in blue book yeah uh the the last episodes of season two he came in he's he came in as senator kennedy because he's not president yet but um he was kind of on the good side of things so on the last episode season uh, on episode 10 season two he really just went right up to the office and told him yo got a ufo sighting come check it out <laughs> and like the thing the thing is like the people that had the sighting said that he said it was that uh, kennedy said it was false even though it's kennedy he's a famous senator mm-hmm. so like you can see that he that he's probably speaking the truth, and the and the other people are just trying to say no, it's not truthful. So very interesting. But I say the the actor that's playing Kennedy, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. He, he does he does he does the Southern voice. He looks like Kennedy. Pretty yeah. good. Southern Kennedy had a Boston voice. I don't know. I can't even tell what that accent is. I can it, just tell you it, it, it it's not it's it, not really like it, it doesn't, Yeah, it doesn't sound like a normal bo- I looked it up and it's even though he's from Boston, apparently that's not like the common Boston accent. That's like I'm just going to guess that's like I'm just going to guess it's somewhere east coast. Yeah. Well, that's apparently it was like you only got that and it was from like a specific area and it was like a very elite accent. Yeah. Which fucking makes sense. <laughs> like yeah, you know. This accent is is pretty is is really big. Yeah. It's a pretty big accent. Cuba. But I think it yeah. does pretty well. These United yeah. States will not back down in the face of communism. Then yeah. therefore, with all great men and women of these times and this nation. Not for one man. <laughs> yeah, man. Do you think Kennedy was actually prying around putting his nose into UFO files? Do you think that's why he got iced? Or do you think it was because um, he didn't want well, Vietnam to I go mean, forward? A lot of people are believing that, of course, it's it was some um, Middle East guy because of his uh, his presidency. It was kind of Middle East. Uh, guy? I don't know what I don't know what my aunt was saying. I was mostly not paying attention, but she was saying like the like. Um, I t- I talked to my aunt. She's also kind of a believer in myth stuff, so she like researches about dreams and all mm-hmm. that. Kind of just investigates in the weird she she read like a she listened to a podcast that said like that talked about the guy that assassinated uh 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 thomas uh like his name is thomas i think i don't know uh it was jfk's son i think um the guy that assassinated him over the like a hotel um they found the guy that assassinated his, him he was his of son, course jfk's son died in a plane crash 
JFK, JFK Jr. died in a plane crash in the 90s. His brother, much, he was Robert, Kennedy, to the Robert Kennedy? Robert Kennedy, his brother, who was killed by Sirhan Sirhan? Yeah, I think that's him. Um, I can't, I can't remember the Kennedy bloodline for the life of me. Uh, but yeah, yeah well, he was assassinated. They found, they opposed, supposedly found the uh, killer, and, and the killer was acting like he was brainwashed or something. Oh yeah, Sirhan Sirhan. That's the thing. Is that's the idea is that he was a, uh, he was either from CIA MK Ultra, or he was from like the KGB version of MK Ultra. Because yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. The, the main thing is that because of his president, some some uh, some like terrorists from Middle East decided to assassinate him because of his presidency. But like the, the serious theory is uh, JFK was really trying to go out for this the secret stuff because I mean he was the one that wanted to go to the moon. He not he's probably he's mm. the one that was really looking at the space program. He probably knows something. He's got to know <laughs> something, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, like, if you look at the presidencies, not much of them were as, like, really ambitious going forward with the, with any rockets as JFK was. He was the one True. that was looking at all the missile launches. He was True. the one that, looking at all this, he was out there just doing stuff. Yeah, and, he, um, he, yeah he, was constantly, he was constantly watching missile launches. He watched, he was the first president to watch, like, submarine-launched missiles. Yeah, he yeah. probably went to a couple of nuclear test sites to see some of the bomb blasts. Yeah. Um, so... It makes sense if you'd probably research into the uh, mysterious government files that they keep from the president. Like yeah. UFOs, for example. Like what? UFOs. Yeah. There's... Well, the, Eric, no, do you want all that? No one was. No one was really. Yeah, it's like openly pro-human and pro-peace as Kennedy. Like one of his quotes is. Um, is that we like must move towards a peace and not a temporary peace, but a peace for all time, and not a peace for Americans, but a peace for men of all kind. He's like the kind of peace that lasts forever, the kind of peace that leads to utopia. But that's not profitable. So, uh, so Kennedy got a lobotomy in his Cadillac. But yeah, man, I don't know. It's a definitely a, a, an alluring idea to think that Kennedy was looking into UFOs. Um, I like Stephen Greer's take on it and you know everyone has their opinion on Stephen Greer and it's not I'm not trying to say whether or not he's legitimate or genuine um, but I do like his take on it and I think it's probably the most convincing take and it's you know like the first idea is like are there UFOs okay like whatever the second take is what if, if there are why would the government withhold it and it's you know because the people would freak out but I think as time goes on and, you know, most people think that there's other life in the universe and we're sending probes to different planets and, like, I don't think that's a viable explanation anymore for why would the government hold it back because the people can't handle it. I think it would be, it'd be like coronavirus. It would be crazy for, like, the first week or two and then everyone would, you know, they'd eventually want to go, they'd want to go back to their jobs. They'd eventually, coronavirus, end of the world, and eventually people are like, I want to go to a football game. Like, you know, you just eventually, you don't give a shit. You're back to normal. Um, exactly. So I don't think that's a viable explanation for why we, the government withholds it. Stephen Greer's take on it is the government would withhold information about UFOs and alien contact because if there are UFOs and alien contact, that means that obviously they are on Earth, you know, recovered, mm -hmm. recovered craft. If they are on Earth, they obviously travel to Earth. If they travel to Earth, 
the nearest star is 4.3 light years away. That means that they have the, it doesn't even, the propulsion, it's not the, the propulsion source or the propulsion method doesn't even matter. What does matter is they have the energy source to fire whatever propulsion to get here in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, then that means that they have a vastly advanced energy source. And the global dollar, gold doesn't matter as much as the petrodollar does. The, it's backed by oil. If you control oil, if you control all the reserves, you have the world by the balls. Nothing happens without you saying so, if you control the mm-hmm. oil. So if there's all of a sudden this source of whatever they run off of, maybe nuclear fusion, Stephen Greer says they run off zero point energy, which is even more efficient than nuclear fusion. They could be modifying gravity in ways. Yes, it would. So so the real reason that they're holding it back isn't because they don't think that we can handle it or society will collapse. No, it's because that would have to, you would have to admit or acknowledge the existence and ownership of an insanely advanced energy source which would completely wash away their their ace up their sleeve which is they hold the world by the balls because they have the oil can they have control of the oil mm-hmm. if you surrender control of the oil you know what's the golden rule he who has the gold makes the rule right yeah. so if you don't if all of a sudden the world's not dependent on the petrodollar if there's some fucking alien reactor that you know it can run on a pellet of hydrogen the size of a bb and it can power the earth for a thousand years eons but then why was it why would anyone you know all of a sudden that global that that power sort that control of of the earth of of literal and figurative power that goes away all of a sudden it's like if you're the if, like, if there's 10 of us on an island and you're the only one with a gun and a message on a bottle washes up on shore and it's existence of another island of people you're not withholding it because you don't think that we can handle the information. It's because maybe that thing came here on a rocket launcher. Yeah. And what the existence of that bottle means is that a rocket launcher exists. And if a rocket launcher exists and the technology exists to it, well, then why the fuck would we listen to you, the only guy with a gun, if we can all have a rocket launcher? It's Yeah, exactly. So I think that is the most compelling point is is the it. it it gives credence to the existence of it. The US is greedy. Yeah. Well, it's just the, it's just the the global elite, whoever's in charge. It's so there's a power source that would negate their fucking vice grip on the the global testicles, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. UFOs are a real big area of mystery. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's also really mysterious because, like, there's also the aliens coming over just to so we don't nuke ourselves. There's also that thing going on. Oh yeah, Holloman Air Force Base. Like, if you, I've I watched a documentary recently called UFOs and Nukes. Go check it out on YouTube. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. Okay. But it's really it's uh, but it's talking it talks about like UFO sightings that happen on nuclear missile sites and such. Mm-hmm. But um, what it's really ta- it's it's really talking about is like. A lot of the alien sightings happen near a military installation, outpost, airbase, anything really. And mostly nuclear weapons as well. Yeah. 
like I think there was this one footage that this uh, that this guy caught. He was just chilling by an air force base watching a nuclear missile go up. And then, like, as the missile d- delivered the pay- the dummy payload, some UFO came up right up to it, started shooting Shoot this laser. laser at it, and the thing just flies. The thing flies off, and the missile falls out of screen. Yeah. And it's like, um, so it seems like the UFO was tampering with it. I think there was also a theory that um, there was a the, the mission to nuke the moon. Yeah. Remember that? That was it. Yeah, it was not. They, yeah. they said they were going to do it. They sent it a nuke up. Then a UFO came up and, and stopped it before yeah. it hit the moon. Like they yeah. didn't want it. They didn't want it, them to nuke the moon. Yeah. And the other one at Hallman Air Force Base said they came over and that the nuclear missile silos were shutting down one by one as the saucers would go over them. Yeah. And it was basically, and it's the idea, it's like the, the UFOs, like, or the alien species, like, they would shut them down. They would like start them like just before they reach launch, and they would stop sh- them. Shut them down like, again. Yeah, that, like this is what would happen if you actually launch them. You would panic like you are now. Yeah, you'd start panicking. Yeah, and it's the idea is like they're not going to come to us and give us technology and basically advance our civilization. There's like a rite of passage, and the rite of passage is world peace, and so. They won't come in and like, like they won't. The idea is that these advanced species, like, because there's the great like bottleneck, and it's you know it's like what was it the Fermi paradox? Where is everyone? Yeah. If there are so many yeah, planets, exactly. why, there's like the there's like like a multiple mass extinctions that you have to go through, like things that can yes. kill off your species if you don't pass through it. Yeah. Well, there's those, and those are out of your control. Those are asteroids. Those are whatever. But then, yeah. But then, like the yeah, the final one is the nuclear bottleneck, and it's eventually your species will discover nuclear power, and either the ability to power peaceful things, or the ability to vaporize each other and irradiate your planet for the next hundred thousand years, and it's that's the great bottleneck. And the idea is that to become a multi-planet spacefaring species amongst the stars, the only way you can do so is the only ones that ever survive are the ones that manage to create a global community and mm-hmm. stop fighting because it's not that we all need each other's help to travel amongst the stars so much as that if you can get to space and then use space to nuke each other you're going to wipe out everyone mutual assured destruction and therefore you're never going to exist as a species to discover new shit go out amongst the stars so the only interstellar species or community civilizations that there are are the ones who peacefully made it through the nuclear bottleneck and so what they'll do is they won't there's no one coming to attack your planet there's no nefarious uh alien species everyone that's made it to that point is a utopian species and they have Mm -hmm. godlike technology so they're but they won't interact with your planet either positively or negatively and the one the one stipulation is is if if you can come out into space acting peacefully you'll join the alien community and you will know like everlasting utopia mm-hmm. but they're not going to help you get there you have to get it's a rite of passage you have to get there on your own the only interaction they will do is they will they will not allow you to come out of the boundaries of earth and start nuking shit outside it's so they're mm-hmm. literally they're keeping you in the sandbox. If you guys want to nuke each other, you are free to do that. That is your free will as a civilization in the universe. We're not going to let you start nuking the rest of the world. So it's like all the adults are in the interstellar neighborhood, 
And if the kids want to fight and in the, the kid, sandbox, the kids are all fighting out on their on the on the uh, they're having a nerf fight out in someone's yeah. in someone's yard, some yeah. kid's yard. And that's fine, but you're not allowed to leave the yard. Yeah. If you try to shoot bring, a nerf bring out, it out to your yeah. yard, you're gonna get stopped. Well, no, your your ICBM is gonna get hit with a laser from a saucer. You can't come out. You're more than free to fucking kill each other, <laughs> but you're not allowed to leave. You're not allowed to leave. Well, the other idea is that um, is is nothing will allow us so it's not even that you can't shoot nukes out there it's that if you try to sort of like you know when you haven't unlocked an area of the map and you try to go there you know like gta you get like five stars or whatever you know it's like you hit like an invisible boundary just cause like they'll start being like lightning storms and like snow and you'll die so the idea is that when we went to the moon that was sort of a loophole it's like we didn't fire nukes but so we did leave the planet peacefully, but we had not yet created peace on the planet. And the idea is that, again, we're going also, way off. Like the Mars missions, Cassini, yeah. all that, they're all going out there. Yeah. So the, the, the idea is that, again, we're going way off into the weeds, but the idea is that we can shoot probes out, but if we start trying to send humans out without having first fixed to the Earth, then we'll get sent back. And the idea is that we were met on the moon by an alien species and said you have to go back again we're going way out into the weeds here but to just entertain i mean the, the humans in space are actually pretty peaceful compared to the humans down well, yeah. on earth because like space if you think back to like um the, the apollo soyuz mission where yeah. a russian a soviet russian probe docked up with an apollo probe and they just they were just buds up there in space not even even though they were down below there were t- two just, superpowers like fiercely getting weapons yeah, guns uh, to each other's heads towards each other and then two of them were up in space just having a good time yeah so also yeah. the iss the international space station exactly many nations banded together and built the biggest float uh, the biggest floating piece of junk ever to go the, around space well, most ex- giant it's space also the most ex- science it's also the most expensive single construction project ever is from yeah. all the nations banding together so it's yeah I think it's like you can't take weapons into space and it seems like that's almost like the limiting factor like you can shoot probes to all these different planets that's fine whatever they're just fucking robots but you can't take weapons and not only that it's yeah the UFOs go over those they, they've interacted with ICBMs that we've fired into orbit they've also gone over nuclear silos and yeah turn them on turn them off but not only that I mean you gotta think about like Roswell what's Roswell right by it was by the 509th bomber wing. Yeah. In 1947. Right, Airbase where there's nuclear bombs. Not only that, the only airbase in the world at the time with nuclear bombs. This was two years after Hiroshima. They're the only. They were the only atomic bombing wing in the world. There was a uh, another area in air an air force base in Britain. This this big uh oval ufo came right up to the airbase went to these bunkers where they keep all their nuclear weapons started shooting a laser into them started shooting this like little beam of light into the bunkers then just went off like like yeah. a just boom gone yeah it's, never be seen again yeah it's so it it's like isn't that interesting it's like the one place where there were nukes there's a ufo yeah and not only that like isn't that interesting? It's like two years later where it's like, even with super advanced, faster than light propulsion, if you're on the other side of the galaxy, 150,000 light years, it's still probably going to take like two years, even if you have faster than light. Mm-hmm. It's 
isn't that weird? It's like exactly like two years later there. I mean, what, July 1947? The bomb was August 6, 1945. Yeah. It's like the bomb went off and it was literally like detected. Two years later, they're here and they're like, what's going on? <laughs> and there's and where did the saucers I, go? I, I sense nuclear, uh, nuclear weapons yeah, were deployed I, on someone else's soil. Yeah, but not only that. I mean, think about it. I mean, they probably could have seen the nuclear flash. I mean, I'm sure we could detect a nuclear flash on another planet. You know, if you're advanced enough, you could detect that flash, that light source, that light signature. And not only that, it's not even like they went to Hiroshima. Where was the first nuclear bomb? Alamogordo, New Mexico. Trinity. Trinity. Trinity says out there in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Alamogordo, New Mexico, 545 a.m., July 16th, 1945. Where were the UFOs? Roswell, July 1947. (laughs) Like, in New Mexico. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Like, I mean, if I shoot off a fucking illegally large firework at my house and two hours later there's a black SUV and it happens to be at my house and maybe the ATF, I mean, you don't need two brain cells to go, hmm, they might have come from where the explosion came from, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking that up. Dean, keep talking. Okay, yeah, so there's, I've seen, the UFOs and nukes talks about, like, the UFOs coming in, even, like, even for the uh, Project Blue Book, they even talk about, why are all these UFOs come checking out military, uh, military things, like, I think half the episodes have something to do with militaries, like, Russian bomber, United, uh, a, uh, there's a Russian bomber that would have had, that had almost nuclear bombs in them. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to drop too many spoilers here because I don't know how much you, how much people is out there have seen Project Blue Book, but yeah, big nuclear bomber. There's one of a joint U.S. Um, a joint like NATO operation, naval op- operation, operation main um, main bridge or something is called, uh, going up all the way up to Russia with like battleships and aircraft carriers, all that. There's um, there's some other ones like. Um, there's some other ones like Area 51. There's some yeah. out there. Um, so, all that. They they all have something to relate with the military in so, some ways. So And like the ones that don't, they were explained by something really easily. Like, yeah, something the mundane. Lubbock, there was the Lubbock Lights, big this big triangular looking UFO that's before the um, before the uh, Phoenix Lights came over mm-hmm. this town of Lubbock. Um and then a bit later, they find out that was the YB-49 with some weird lights. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. They go they go to Area 51. They find a hangar with the, with all these experimental planes like the XB-15, the YB-49, the Convair Pogo jump jet. Um, and then they look at the YB-49. All the lights match the Olympic lights. And they're like, oh, there's our explanation. Yeah. So yeah. the things that they explained that was not near military, the things they haven't explained – that was, all mil- mil- yeah. that was all near military stuff like um like ufo intercepting a uh, a t6 texan all that that was military it's mm. very interesting yeah so trinity the trinity nuclear test alamogordo new mexico 5:29 a.m. july 16th 1945 ufo incident July 8th, 1947, Roswell, New Mexico. I mean, 
July 8th, July 16th. How, how far it's, it's are eight... Roswell and Albuquerque from me? Uh, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yeah, switch it up. Roswell to Alamogordo. <laughs> Two hours, 117 miles. Of the entire... Two hours apart. Yeah, so a hundred, so 117 miles of a planet that's 24,000 miles across. So this whole planet, almost two years to the day, eight days apart, there, and 117 and miles. Two hours mile difference, and then there's this UFO sighting. Like, but I mean, if you were going to explain it away, and again, everything we're saying, it's like, yeah, obviously beforehand, like take it with a grain of salt. Like Dean and I, as smart and awesome and brilliant as we are, we're not experts in this, but Lex, my mustache, but like, <laughs> Like most hmm. of the things I just get from documentaries or yeah. YouTube's but books. Even just, oh, this is someone else's information yeah, that but, I'm just sharing. But even that is like these, like this, this isn't someone's special information. That's, that's what it is. Those are the dates. Those are the times. Those are the coordinates. So if you're just going to think critically on your own, not everything, you know, appeal to authority, not every, not everything has to be from a book or from the government, you know? Who said that? Well, my mom said it. Well, okay, well, like, what do you think? What did your eyes and ears tell you? You know, critical thinking. So what do you, like, again, nuclear, first nuclear flash. Nuclear bombs do have, even different from supernovas, they have a very distinct light signature. They also have uh, radioactivity. They probably, you probably notice Earth has this amount of radioactivity that one spot has a lot more than usual. Yeah. This little so, spot in the middle of New Mexico has a little more than usual. So again, like a it's, lot more. It's, it's again, it's, like, it's like, what's up with that? It's like if you were over here at my house and it's like, Dean and Tommy, you guys can shoot, you know, flare guns at each other. And if you poke each other's eyes out or kill each other, that's fine. That's your free will. You're not allowed to leave this, you're not allowed to leave the front yard. You're not allowed to go anywhere else in the city. So if we start blowing shit up and we set off a bomb or something, yeah, well, where is the, where are the cops going to come? They're going to come to that location and there's going to be a little bit of a time difference. Maybe they didn't get the exact address correct. Maybe they went to the next door neighbors. But in, but in regards to the whole city, even if they get to the same cul-de-sac, that's still very relatively close, right? Yeah. So if two years go by... And you get to an hour, or you get to 117 and a half miles apart. <laughs> like, like Roswell, Almogordo, July 16th, 1945, July 8th, 1947. It's like, it's literally like those are the sirens. Whoop, whoop. Like, those are the cops coming. But instead, it's flying saucers. And where do they come? They're coming to yeah. check out the fucking, the kiloton explosion. Like, <laughs> exactly. They're, they're finding out what just happened. Did yeah. you just detonate a nuclear bomb? That's yeah. a no-no, sir. Yeah, that's a no-no. Oh shit! And you did it over. Oh, you did it over some civilians too. Okay, you guys are allowed to have these. You can't bring these into space. And then what did we do? We did shoot up the metaphorical flare, Starfish Prime. We shot a fucking 1.4 megaton nuke over the Pacific. All right. All those all those nuclear missions out in Bikini Atoll oh, and yeah. such. Yeah, seriously. Out there. Yeah. 
all those hydrogen bombs going off and not little kiloton ones, not little firecrackers. Like yeah. the big boys, like the 10, 15, 20 megaton fucking monsters. Like and it's not just us it's over in Russia as now well. Russia's also doing it. Now China's doing nuclear it. Nuclear bombs yeah. out there in Siberia. Yeah. You see, it's just our bomba going off up there. France did it. Britain did. You know, they have a testing site over the ocean. So now all of a sudden, it's like, all right, these assholes got flare guns. You guys are allowed to use these. Don't you dare shoot these into space. If you guys want to kill each other, you can. And you know, so where again? Let's go back to the cop analogy. I shoot up a flare gun cop comes and you and I are just sitting there like oh, we don't know what happens and where's the I think Holloman Air Force Base flying over the silos where's the cop there the cop walks right up to you know I put the silo under you know whatever I put it under a bush the cop comes over with a flashlight you know kicks it twice looks at me kicks it again looks at you is letting us know that he knows but he's not going to take it and kind of you know yeah, puts it in your eyes comes back gets in the car and leaves we're going hmm <laughs> maybe we shouldn't do that again but it was so fun exactly it was so fun Who? <laughs> they're probably not gonna come back and why would we <laughs> want to keep that information from everyone else because to all the other kids in the neighborhood we've got the flare gun and they don't if we let them know that cops came what's that gonna do they're now gonna they're know gonna that they're gonna get attention because Whoa, someone just came over and, 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 and the cops saw that this might be illegal. I want to fire it now. Well, not only that, think about it. If we're holding, if we're, you know, we're holding the rest of the kids under our under our thumb with our flare gun. Hey, mm -hmm. we're in charge here. We get all the good stuff. Give us your Xbox. We have a flare gun. We're going to shoot you. <laughs> and all they have are slingshots. Well, if the cops come, you know, they come and they're knocking on, you know, they're looking at the flare gun and they leave. Well, those are cops with squad cars with guns and with helicopters. They with far actual out actual guns that shoot actual bullets. And with helicopters, they far outgun us. They are a greater authority than us, and they're not bullying. They're there for peace. We can't let all of our subordinates know that there is a far greater power than our shitty little flare gun, right? Yeah. And not only that, we all have bicycles, and they come over here on a squad car with a fucking combustion engine. So they're coming over here with they advanced can, They can hit like 60 miles per hour. We can probably hit like maybe 5 or yeah. 10. So they're coming over here. 10 on a hill. Yeah. So they're over here with squad cars that can go 120 miles an hour. They have guns that are much stronger than flare guns. If those other kids know of those police existence, they know that they don't have to listen to us because like, oh, there's a greater power out there. And that greater power, for the most part, wants peace. It's in you and I's interest to not let anyone else know that there's anyone else on the block. We want everyone to think that we're the top dog. But yeah. Now, does go further? Does that mean that we are just going to complete? Is that a turtle? Is does that mean we're going to completely? <laughs> Hello, turtle. Does that mean we're going to completely ignore them? No, because what are you and I doing? We are power thirsty. We're power hungry. We want to stay in charge. So we're not going to let them know that these cops exist. But what are we definitely going to do? Oh shit, man! We're gonna try to get one of those guns. We're gonna try to reverse engine. Oh, they parked their squad car. They crashed one of their squad cars into a tree and they left it there. They, they, they accidentally just uh, they accidentally just left a gun lying yeah. down us. They were writing down a note. They, they left. They left it. They left a gun, or they crashed a squad car and they ditched it. And so what do we? We capture that squad car and we pull it into my garage. My garage is Hangar Thirteen. 
Okay, we're going. How do we get? They this? go to Area Fifty One yeah. and such. So, yeah. How do we so get we this? So we can make our own yeah. squad car. How do we get car, this made, thing working? Re- repair the squad car yeah. so we can go strolling around yeah. like, yo, check this out. Yeah. How do we get this combustion engine working? Because what do we want it for? We want it for ourselves. So now we can fucking really rule everyone. Because now if we can have guns and a combustion engine and a squad car with lights and seats and a horn and a steering wheel and go, a trunk, go up to like a maximum one hundred twenty miles per hour. Oh yeah. yeah. Now we're really the big bosses on the block. Forget these flare guns. But until we master that squad car and we until we reverse engineer that block, we can't let anyone else know these exist. Because right now everyone thinks the most powerful thing is this flare gun. And we want to keep it that yeah. way because we got it pretty good. We if, ruin if the we, world. If we remake ourselves a gun, they're going to think we made it. Exactly. We're the ones that made it. So now we can show we're the superior ones. We made this all look, on our look, own. Yeah, look at this gun we made. it's total bullshit lies because we stole it from someone yeah. else. So what we really don't want. And now let's go even further. Let's go to Bob Lazar on this. You and I, we're the big bullies. We got the squad car and this pistol in our in our garage. We're not letting anyone in there because, yeah, like you said, we want to make it. We want to be in control. And we want others to think that we made it. But you and I, we're not too smart. So what we need to do is we need to get the smartest kid we can find. And we give him a security clearance. And we're like, you're going to come work on this squad car. And that's Bob Lazar. Because we're in Those charge. Those are the people that have seen UFO sightings and yeah. such. So we bring him in here. And the entire time we got a flare gun pointed at his head. And we're like, yeah, exactly. we're like, work on the squad we some, car. We get Don't some kids get... to go protect it. But we're also, so they're, so they're pointing guns at, uh, they're pointing flare guns at anyone that gets close. But we're also we're pointing, flare guns pointing at our, them. our flare guns at them. Exactly. For them not to because we tell know, them. Because we know that if those kids figure out the squad car and they reverse engineer it, and let's say they decide not to tell us their superiors, if they can get control of that, all of a sudden we're no longer in power. And we, yeah. and once they get control of the squad car, once they can figure out that pistol or shotgun, they run the block now. So not only do we need to get some kids that are smarter than us to come work on this thing and reverse engineer it, we also can't, we can't let them figure it out and take it out right from under our noses. So what do we do? We compartmentalize them. You're just working on tires. You don't even know what these tires are from. You're just working on automatic windows. You're just working on sirens. You're just working on steering wheels. You're working on a trunk. And hey, you're working on something called an engine. And you're working on a radio. But we break them all up into different garages, pointing flare guns at all their heads. And so they don't even know what they're working on. So there's so it's this delicate. They're just pe- making a little part to a bigger contraption. Exactly. And the only people that really know what it is are you and I. So it's this delicate dance of like we have something that is ultimate power. But if anyone else figures it out, we lose our power. And not to mention, you and I, it took us ten thousand years, just you know, the elite humanity. It took us ten thousand years to invent the flare gun. If we let them if we fuck this thing up, 10,000 years of power, gone like that. So it's this super delicate, we're in control and we have these saucers out at S4. And right now the most powerful thing is a nuclear bomb. We can't let anyone know that there are antimatter engines out there, right? Or particle beam weapons. We have to bring people smarter than us to work on them. We have to divvy it up so no one knows what they're working on. And yeah, like you said, we have security pointing flare guns outwards, but we're also pointing flare guns at the security. So yeah. it's this, it's like that report that like they're, the security at Area 51 has security watching them. 
There's like a security yeah, every, that watches. Everyone's like ordered to kill this exact person or yeah. something. It's yeah. There are there's security watching the security, so the security doesn't get any ideas. Mm-hmm. So it's this like super delicate puppet dance of like whew, I don't know, getting all excited. It's crazy. That's <laughs> all I That's got. That's all it is. It's just super crazy. That's all I got, Dean. You got anything else to touch on? Um, I, got I don't know. Here. I got some things relating to aviation topics I've been looking about, okay. looking around and about, you know? Yeah. Um, I found this uh, for the YB-49, you know, the big flying wing jet bomber. You uh, on that uh, human rights point, but... <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. Y- uh, YB-49? Yeah, so the YB-49, uh, I've been looking at kind of some obscure concepts or, like, or prototypes of the plane. There was, there's actually, um, YB-49 had this design of, um, a reconnaissance jet instead of a, uh, hmm. instead of a bomber plane, um, where, like, the main difference is there's no bombs, it's now a camera and such, but it also, it has, a uh, extra, it has two more engines, like, on pylons on it mm. so you got the wing and then you just got these like uh b-52 looking engines coming out of it on top of the, so in addition to the propellers did the yb-49 have propellers no that's the that's the xb-35 the xb-35 had propellers the yb-49 had jets okay so the yb-40 so this reconnaissance one had two extra jets in addition to the jets yeah already. two extra jets that came out on pylon so you yeah. got this really nice looking plane and then you got these big derpy these big derpy out. engines on it, the side it did give it extra range and such so it could go longer but as a reconnaissance jet i thought i saw that was pretty nice hmm. like as a reconnaissance jet i mean it's the flying wing was a pretty interesting aircraft of its own with like yeah. there's barely enough tail it it literally just looked like a big mustache or boomerang or something, just a big triangle looking yeah, thing. Yeah. Not only that, you know, do you know that it had the exact, it has the exact same wingspan of the B two, and that was Northrop, the exact same down to the yeah, foot. Yeah, same company. They made the XB thirty five. They made the North, yeah. YB forty nine, and they made the B two. And yeah. now they're going to make the B twenty one. Yeah. So Northrop, that was their apparently that was like they're paying homage to Jack Northrop. Because Jack Northrop really wanted the flying wing. He said it was the best thing. And he felt that he was snubbed because I forget who the rival company was. I cannot remember who. So for sake of not getting it right, I'll just call it Company A. But apparently apparently a head guy in the Air Force, secretary, maybe deputy secretary, he came to Northrop and was like, cancel it. Like, we're not going to use it. And then Northrop had a suspicion that this secretary was getting a uh, an under-the-table payment from Company A, who was the rival to Northrop. So everyone was like, Jack Northrop, you're a conspiracy theorist. Like, and so the plan was scrapped, and obviously the Air Force didn't, didn't build a fleet of them. It turned out that after this deputy secretary retired, he went to work as president of Company A. So that's why I, that's one of the reasons why Northrop kept the exact same wingspan for the B2. It was sort of a a, a temporal shout out to Jack Northrop over the over the decades through time. Like shout out. It works. And really showing off like the difference in technology cuz back then you mm. get this chrome, get this chrome looking boomerang looking 
uh, jet that has a little tail, a little cockpit. Yeah. And then you have the B two, which lo- looks like a looks like a bird. It's completely stealth. It kind of it kind of yeah. looks like some sort of bat or something when you yeah. look down from it. It's like this really weird plane. Yeah. Way different in technology. Yeah. And we and you know the design is still fucking fire because that's what the B twenty one Raider is using. Mm-hmm. I mean, so for the most part, bombers. for the most part, it looks identical from what we what's been you know whatever rendering. Yeah, as we they, can pr- get. they probably they just kind of like shrunk it down a little bit. It looks like because yeah. now instead of having like three jagged points on the end, it's just one. The cockpit is like maybe yeah. a bit bigger because yeah, it's probably it's... the aircraft seems to be shrunk it down in size. Yeah. So they're still keeping it. Did I tell you how I called Northrop? <laughs> you did. Yeah. Did I not tell you that? No, you've not told me anything about that. Yeah, so I called them about two or three weeks ago and was just, I just wanted to get someone from Northrop to come on the podcast, right? Mm. And I was just like, because there are a bunch of YouTube videos about the B-21. Uh, the infographic channel has one. I don't, I don't think Curious There's Roy- that Reddit post that I showed you a couple of days ago on Weird Wings of like some photo of the B-21 oh, flying. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think Curious Droid's done one yet. Um, but I know the infographic channel has, you know, mustard well when it comes out. Fucking yes. shout out mustard. I love mustard. Yeah. But, uh, shout out to all these channels that we're mentioning. They're yeah. great channels. Yeah. Curious droid mustard. Um, I like dark docs. They're pretty good. Um, we need to check out redacted, but the infographic channel had one and it was, uh, it's about the B 21, but there are, there are several and not just the, <laughs> Not just There's those. also like, like just kind of like channels that review the Air Force, if you review planes, yeah. look at footage, you know. They're they're also talking about the B twenty one. Not to mention those just like dime a dozen channels that are just the robot voice. Yeah. And they all have they all have like the generic same name. It's like American military, military times, military. They all notes, have that they all have that watch. like insignia that has like a star and yeah. probably some like fancy things and it. it looks like some sort of knockoff of the American SEAL without I think without that, a bird. I think those, a star instead. I think that's probably just like a PSYOP campaign by the Pentagon. It's just like an AI program because they're all very similar, but there's like fifty of them. Uh, it would literally be like America Watch, Military Watch, Flight Watch, U.S. Yeah, Air Force Power, titles, Power Now. All their titles are in capitals. Oh, Russia, showing footage of Russia's, yeah, Russia's worst enemy. You know, like Russia's worst nightmare. And it's, and it's yeah. all like the YB-49 built in this age of time with the flight of now. It would need. And it's just, it's all, all the English is butchered. Just, like, te- there would just be like some text just put on yeah. to the screen with a footage of the plane in action or something. And and there's never it. video. There's never video. It's always images. It's just slideshows. It's just the images zooming in, doing like the Ken Burns yeah. zoom. Yeah. So anyway, so, but there are a lot of videos out there talking about the B-21, what's going to be of it. We know that it's a special access program. Um, John McCain was denied access to it. And other senators have gone there, and apparently all they've received is we can confirm that it, the, the general said it's a plane. No, sorry. It, that it's being built and that it flies. That's all they've said. <laughs> yippee ki thanks, boss. I think boss. that fits the format for most aircraft. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's like... Unless it's something like the planes they built back in like 1801, yeah. uh, 1895 or something, yeah. where it's literally just 
bumps around and then crashes. <laughs> yeah, bole is the guys in the top hats and like the suits and they're like smoking cigars with brandy yeah, and they're like, well, son, it's about time we ride this thing off like bole. And <laughs> like, they they launch they launch it off a ramp and then you just see it die. Yeah, or it's like off the edge of a building like, or something. Oh, okay, we yeah. tried. And they're all you see them all down there and it's black and white footage there's always like a model t and some horses and they're just like they're all standing around yeah. and just like well he was a good one like next up <laughs> and like, yeah just, just, yeah exactly they just pull some guy off a farm yeah. saying you're flying a plane now you want to be a hero and it's like well i ain't no pansy of course i want to be a hero and they get up there and it's just like boy and they you know Here's the whirly like swirly dervish. It doesn't look aerodynamic at all. It's just no. like hopping and see if it flies. No, it's like a backwards triangle right with like half a kite and some fishing wire. And they're like, it's the whirling dervish sensation. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Civil War veterans were still alive for those videos. But like, back to the B-21. So it's not, it's something that like is officially acknowledged that the B-21 is being built. Like that's not a secret. It's not like the name of it is a secret. No. So I, I called Northrop and I just figured, well, if any of this stuff has made it onto YouTube, you know, it's always like videos like the Pentagon doesn't want you to see. And it's like, well, if the video is on YouTube, it's fine. <laughs> like, clearly. Yeah, it's not if like, it isn't deleted, yeah. then Pentagon is like, yeah, you can watch this. Go, yeah. go, go enjoy yourself. It's not like Have fun. Yeah, it's not like the Pentagon, they're all like around their computer looking at the video and they're like, rats, it got online. Shit, you know, we would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for those pesky kids. Like, ah, you know. It's not like, yeah, it's <laughs> not like we we're like watching them like every second of the day. Yeah, you know, dang, like, that was such a fool on our end. Yeah, it's like you know they're in their hangar building their craft and they look out and they see us in the hills with binoculars and they're like, ah, you kids, get out of here. You know, it's not some fucking like. Yeah, it's not some leave it to no, be. No, they're shit. already they're already behind us with a freaking tank, just saying, leave the premises yeah. and never speak no, about this. The thing is, no, you don't even get on the premises. You don't even know the premises exist. Like that's what real secrecy yeah. is. It's not like, you know, videos the elite don't want you to see. It's like, ah, oh, those rascals, they got away with it again. Next time we'll be better. No. So. No, and and the best thing is like they're the cheesiest things as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, like they're like blatant out just putting out some cgi stuff that they made in their basement in like five hours not only that it's always like clips from movies too you know it's like <laughs> like the movie have you, yeah. have you ever seen the movie stealth um it's a beautifully shitty a movie clip. it's about like seventh generation fighter jets it's so cheesy i think it's got like l cool j oh in yeah now i've seen a couple of like clips from that it's yeah i think ryan gosling's it does, in it, it does yeah. look like f-19 looking fighters yeah it's terrible but the stealth plane um I forget its name, but they always call it Eddie because it's that's the name of like the AI. But mm. that has some like really cool CGI. It looks like an awesome plane. You always see videos of like it'll be like that will be the thumbnail, and it'll be like the SR ninety one declassified, right? Or yeah. It'll, yeah, or it'll be like a screenshot from Ace Combat or something <laughs> like. So all this being said, or like they just, or like one of those where they just spent ten minutes in Photoshop, just adding more more wings, more stealth, more it, everything. It looks like a funner history like this, post. It, it looks, looks like, like a funner like history a post. Combination at that point. Yeah, it looks like a funner history post. It looks like the. Uh, I think we can do better. What they do. Actually, yeah, you're right. I don't want to throw shade at us. I like our work. We do good work. Yeah, we actually put effort. They yeah. just want it. they they do it for followers. We do it because we can. We, we do it. For, we do it for the. We do it just to troll. There's like yeah, yeah, and well, it's also fun as fuck. Shout out fun our history. Um, 
But so all of these things exist. So it's it's acknowledged that the B-21 Raider does indeed exist, that it's being constructed by Northrop, that it is the replacement for the B-2. None of this is, um, what am I looking for? Esoteric knowledge. Like this is all, it's widely accepted. You know, like Lockheed coming out and saying that the SR-72 is under construction. They said that in November of 2013. So I called Lockheed and asked if I could get someone to, I went through their website and I found the hypersonics department and I just called. Like, and I got shuffled around through some different numbers and I finally left a message and asked if someone would come on my podcast and talk about the, the SR-72. And I even said, I was like, I mean, I know that there's only so much you can say, and whatever you can say is probably whatever is already out there on YouTube. But I just wanted to sort of hear it from their mouth, right? I wanted mm-hmm. to get in it, like, Lockheed. You wanted the government official to, yeah, yeah. to tell the information. So yeah, I actually got to a Lockheed Martin person, and I won't reveal their name. And they, but they said they're like, yeah, you know, like I'll see what I can do. I'll talk to Human Resources. But it's, I was like, yeah, it's just for a pot, like it's a it's a podcast over Skype, right? Mm-hmm. So. I called Northrop the next day and I went through their website and I found like whatever some like PR person some media relations person and I was like hey can I I was like hi my name's Tommy I've got this podcast blah 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 could I have someone from uh, Northrop come on and talk about the B-21 Raider and the woman just goes absolutely not and I went "Uh, oh and she said don't talk about that over the phone and I was like what and she was like why would you say that and I was like she was like that is absolutely not something that can be talked about and like we will not tolerate that and I was like I was just thinking like but there's so many videos on YouTube well the misunderstanding was is she thought I was an employee for Northrop so we got to a point where she goes what she goes what she goes man what department do you work for and I was like I don't work for Northrop I was like, I'm 29. I have a biology degree. Well, then her mood changed entirely. And she's like, oh, my God. I thought you were, like, trying to talk about. I didn't realize somehow I had gotten, like, an intercompany number that employees are to call. And oh. Talk. And so, like, if you want to talk to someone outside of Northrop, you call this number and you go, hey, what's up? I actually heard a story that kind of relates to that. It was um some some person worked in like a uh, like a business where they would just kind of sell things online. Yeah. Kind of like they would just they, there was a machine that would auto dial a random number, mm-hmm. and then it would and then it would auto dial a random number. The person would pick up be like hello, and they would be like, "Have you heard about this amazing thing?" Kind yeah, of like that. Insurance. Um, yeah. And then they got this call, so they picked uh, so they picked it up. She tells about the things, and then the person goes how did you get this number? And she's like, she talks about the system and he's like, no, seriously, how, how can you get this number? You're not allowed to. She called the director of the FBI <laughs> with that thing. She I called can... like the, like the top heads yeah. of the FBI with just this machine that randomly chose a random number. Yeah. I mean, and it turned out to be someone that worked in the Pentagon and something. Yeah. And, I mean, like, well, I got yeah, probably I, doesn't even exist. Yeah. And they, and they got that number. So, well, I now believe it because I, I had just been surfing through their website and I had gone like several layers in just different departments and I finally found something that I was like, what? It was like, list, it wasn't even lit. It was like at the bottom, I had to click like, go into like sort of just like the fine print and I found that number and I was like, all right, they'll probably pick up. And yeah, so we had been talking for like two minutes before she realized like I didn't work there. And she was like, oh, she was like, I thought you, she had a British accent. She was like, oh, I thought you worked for Northrop. 
and that you were calling to ask if you could have permission to talk about this on a podcast. And she was like, that's why the answer was absolutely not. So yeah, I was like, no, I'm like, I'm Tommy. I got this pot. I was like, I know that you can't talk about anything. I was like, I just wanted someone to come on and just, again, just to have the official, even if they just, just say have the, the person mentioned, we probably have the eight beat 21. Who knows? Yeah. It's <laughs> anything. And I was like, you know what? It doesn't even have to be about that. We could talk about anything. I was like, I just want to have someone from Northrop on just well, to have an interesting You did game. get you. I mean, you now it now acknowledges that the B twenty one definitely exists at this point because I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. In that sentence, the aircraft exists that it has information enough to talk about. So yeah. I mean, you just figured out some government secrets on your own. You played yourself, lady. You played. Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> but yeah, no, her no, her tone completely lightened I, so it it's like while we're on the phone she like gave me your email and so i sent her an email and she's like yep i just got your email i checked it out she's like that's so cool that you started a podcast and she was like yep he's like she's like call you back at this number i was like absolutely or this email she's like yep send me an email i've never heard back i can't get that number anymore i can't get a response from the email i don't think she gave me a legitimate email address i think she probably just gave me the runaround Hey, whatever. I get it. I mean, I, I get it. I would have, I would have much more appreciated just like, a, uh, no, we can't do that. Okay. Like I contacted Shell, the oil company, mm-hmm. and because they have that ship, the FLNG. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen this ship. It looks, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It, dude, it, it is a thick ship. <laughs> like it is, dude. This thing looks like Chunky a little boy. It, it, dude, it is a fucking chonker. Like I've seen pictures of it next to like oil tankers. It dwarfs them. It looks like it looks like pictures of it looks like an aircraft carrier next to like a destroyer. It's insane. So yeah, I, I emailed Shell and asked. I was like, "Can I get someone to talk about this? Like, this isn't some like setup. I'm not going to be like you're destroying the planet." I was like, "I just want to talk about this fucking insane ship." I got a very nice email right back from him. It just said like, "Thank you for the offer." No. Hey, cool. I get it. You're a big company. There's no reason why you want to come on my shitty podcast with a dude in an orange coat and talk about shit. Like, I get it. That's cool. I respect it it's the people that say yes we'll do it and then they just ghost me fuck those people disgusting yeah they're the ones that are missing out this podcast is great yeah I know I was like dude you get a fucking blast but I didn't realize the lady I got through Northrop was like the head of like media relations for employees so I didn't realize that I got some like top dog like big wig just get a fucking call from a random phone number on a Tuesday. Hey, would you like to talk about the B-21 with me? I asked, yeah, I asked the Air Force guys, the Air Force intelligence guys, and they're like, oh yeah, they definitely probably marked you because they think you're probing. Meaning that <laughs> you just, you know how like, whenever they we... They think you're a Russian spy well, you know how Well, you know how like when people are always freaking out and they're like, did you know there are Russian bombers next to Alaska? And it's like, that's something... Yeah, Every Russia, nation. it's like it literally a couple, well, that's a couple na- of miles away. Well, that's what nations <laughs> always do. We do it to Russia, too. It's called probing. You go and you send some, even at peacetime, you send some, you send a couple bombers, not armed with anything, and you send them right by the Russian border, and you gauge their reaction time. How long does yeah, it take exactly. for them that's, to scramble uh, how fighters? Does, how does the radar track? How long is uh, exactly. intercept time by fighter jets? How, it's probing. How well it's, do they uh, keep up with the bombers until they head back? Yeah. We, I mean, it happened a couple weeks ago. How does with, the media work about Yeah, how do they take it? Close? Do they blow up about it? Yeah, I mean, it happened a couple weeks ago with those... um. Fuck, what, what was the... um. 
the TU, was it 160s? Yeah, the TU 160s that got uh, escorted by F-135s. It happens all the time. The only ones you ever hear about are, hey, the Russians did it, but we never talk about, you know, how often we send them over. We send B-52s yeah. and B-1s I mean, over the Russian border. We do it with every yeah, country. Like, I've seen I've seen a couple of uh, GIFs that, uh, over in Korea. That I've seen the GIFs of B-1 Lancers and uh, f- uh, with F-15s going up right near North Korea, turn back. Yeah, well, that, that military interrogator I had on who worked on drones, he said that we do that with the with the U-2. We have it in South Korea, and they say we bring yeah. it, we put it up at 70,000 feet. U-2s are still flying missions yeah. today. Well, he said what we do with the U-2 is we go we go to 70,000 feet, and then we just we start tiptoeing towards the DMZ, and we see how long does it take for them to paint us with radar, how long does it take to where, like, okay, now we know their missiles are locking on? It's all just probing, right? It's how everyone stays yeah. sharp. Well, I had on one of the military guys, and he said, oh, yeah, he goes, they absolutely, because this guy did counterintelligence and now does private counterintelligence, and he was like, oh, absolutely, they thought you were probing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Well, shout out Northrop. Thanks. Uh, I wasn't, well, I was watch pro- out in case any, uh, any government officials come near your house in, in the next week or so that's how i got the american flag like hey dude this isn't i'm not ccp dude i'm I'm red red and blue i just wanted to talk about planes and you're right i was probing but i wasn't probing for a foreign power or a bad actor i, I was just no i was just probing was just I, like, I was probing yo, I for me get cool epic stuff yeah i just want an epic podcast po- i just want an epic podcast so yeah i was just probing for me uh i have not gotten an email back yet i think i should call them again um yeah so a little i was a little upset about that but so with this uh yeah I even have the SR-72 person I called like it. oh interesting yeah. yeah I mean and that was from like I called them and they gave me that number and that name to call so this was not done even like it was some stealth operation you know I had I, ha- I hacked yeah. into the mainframe you know no, you're just we like, epic. I got this guy's phone number. Now time literally to invite in him this, on my epic podcast. Literally sitting here, like, in this chair, like, picking my nose, like, hey, we do my podcast. We talk about that thing. Like, you know, just. Exactly. So uh, they were not, uh, they were not happy. But, um, yeah. So she was very not happy about it. But that Northrop, they never called me back. They never responded to my email. So a little heartbroken, Dean. We need, we need to we need to raid uh, Northrop and say join our podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> for the record, that does not represent my beliefs. That represents Dean's beliefs. <laughs> so, for, <laughs> for, so for future le- or judicial uh, uh, evidence, that does. Don't worry, I'm, I'm only near the old Conbear factory, yeah, so that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't represent the beliefs of Tommy's podcast. Just Dean. Um, yeah, man. I also called Antonov. I called the oh. I fucking called their like headquarters in Ukraine, and I is it Ukraine? Uh, I don't know. I think they start in Russia, and then they're just kind of have more factories going around Russia and Ukraine yeah. well, and they, such. Well, they have a media relations center. In Dallas. Well, I mean, they were they did start in the Soviet Union, which Ukraine was, I think, part of that mm. system. Um, yeah, it's the Antonov Design Bureau. Well, they have a media relations center in in Dallas, so I called that too. And mm. yeah, asked them, and I was like, "Could I have like a pilot from the Antonov two two five, or I was like, or anyone that interacts with the two two five? I was like, I don't give a fuck who it is. Can someone just come on my podcast could talk just, about could it? Just be some like, just could be some slowly worker that just like maybe just checks the fan blades of the engine. Or yeah, something. it could literally fucking be a janitor. I don't give a shit. 
and uh, ghosted. I got ghosted. Yikes. It's, it's, it's a heartbreaking process, Dean. You just need to get, like, more popular. I guess it's just really worse if you're yeah. more popular. Because yeah. right now, you're, well, I mean... No, it's not maybe, big at all. It needs to keep growing. Yeah, I mean, if you're popular, then they'll know that you're not a... Then you're not a suspected Russian spy because you're clearly doing things that everyone likes. You're clearly look American in every way possible. So <laughs> yeah. like, they trust yeah. you. It's um, not, yeah, it's you're, you're totally not a spy trying to figure out secrets. But like then right it, now, then again, you the haven't, podcast. You, haven't, is... you said you said yourself you haven't hit a thousand subscribers yet. No, you're I haven't even hit two hundred. On the small chain end of yeah. uh, of YouTube. I'm at the very small end, and it's only it started on December twelfth, so it's only like three and a half months old. So even yeah. if you were to create a a a front, a facade, to do probing, yeah, it's like when you have like a Reddit account, and yeah. it's like you check it, you check someone's <clears throat> Reddit account, and you're like, what? It's three days old. Yeah. It has four karma. You're like, who the fuck yeah, is this? Yeah, I recently got some guy just this some guy just randomly followed me. He like made his account like two days ago. He has no he has only one karma at this moment. Yeah. But he just followed me, and I'm like. Who? Who? Yeah. What? Yeah. Throwaway accounts. I mean, and hey, I'm I'm guilty of that. I got a hundred of them, but like, I definitely get it because, you know, especially if I'm, I mean, really with anyone though, you know, if you look at it, you're like, okay, what the podcast is? It's not even a hundred days old. Like, a hundred, exactly. hundred and sixty-six subscribers. Like, so I get it. I mean, I think I just got to keep grinding, keep trucking, keep building it up. But, yeah, just get get the people that that just feel like they want to share their information with everybody. Yeah. Get on your podcast. And you slowly start going up the chain of people that will not usually tell their information to everybody. But, hey, they're on a podcast. Why not tell it now? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to probably follow the same pattern as, like, funner history. Because, like, yeah, like, you and I know. Not everyone else knows. But you and I know, like, dude, it, it was, like, tooth and nail we'd get a new subscriber. He'd be like, we got one. We're at, yeah. we're at we're, fourteen we're now. We get a new te- person texting each other, just like you, you, yeah. We just broke twenty, and it's like we in the big leagues now, boys. Like when we finally broke a thousand, it was like, fucking. I celebrate that anyone that has joined our server, except for you assholes that decide to comment on our hard work post saying this is shit. <laughs> Fuck I those people. Fuck those yeah. people. Words hurt, bro. Words hurt. Like, I spent I spent hard work on some on most of my projects. Can you just cut, cut me some slack? Yeah, yeah. And not only that, it's like, do you know what subreddit you're on? When it's like, oh, nice Photoshop, bro. Yeah, yeah, this entire thing is most is is supposed to be meant for photoshops. What about the people that comment? They're like, that's not very fun when it's like something terrible about like nuking Vietnam. Yeah, or and it's something. like it's like what do you mean? They're like that's not very fun. This is supposed to be fun, and it's like no, it's not. It's funner is it, it, we have made it a synonym for uh, alternative. That's what yeah. it is. This is just alternative history, or yeah, it's just different. Have you seen that one guy? There's one guy that always comments, and he always spells it funnier. I don't know if you see it, but he's always Probably like... autocorrect just going. Yeah. It's autocorrect just going. It's going, what are you saying? Well, I have auto, well, I have corrected him several times. I'm like, hey, just so you know, it's like funner. Because there's yeah. even a difference between fun and funny. Right? Fun yeah. is like, oh, cool, I get it, wacky, you know? 
yeah, a triple fuselage A380 AWACS like that one. Like it's really the only purpose this is, this is the subreddit is going is thought provoking. Yeah, that's all it is. That's it's all just, it is. It just makes you think. It's an it's exercise like, in imagination. That's it's all not it supposed is. to be hilarious. It's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be cheerful. It's it's just thought provoking. Thought provoking. Yeah. Think. Be it those happy or sad thoughts is just thought provoking. It's alternative yeah. history. That's all it is. If it just so happens to be cool or funny or scary or sad, that's just that's a side effect. That's not the that's not the in, that's not the intent. It's not the that's not the primary purpose. But but I know because that one guy I've commented sometimes. I'm like, hey, no, bro. It's 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 like for your own. Like I don't care if you misspell it. There's no like, how dare you misspell my subreddit? Like I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, just so you know, it's funner. I'm just yeah. just so you know. And he's like, no, it's funnier. He's like, I know, cause trust me, I'm because I've argued with this guy in other subreddits. <laughs> we'll be like, I do, I visit there. I'll be like, bro, I created it. <laughs> like, I'll be, like, it'll be like, no, bro, it's, I'm the man that made the entire subreddit. I'm like, I am. I'm like, <sighs> there are some funny posts though, like that one of like the Dutch Air Force, and it's like wooden. Oh yeah, it's like it's like wooden clogs with a. <laughs> Yeah, wooden claw. That was hilarious. Yeah, with windmill wings. I like those. Those are funny. I mean, I'm seeing more people actually getting onto their photoshops and doing stuff. Like the other yeah, day, that's I saw the purpose. them in Montana. That's the I don't think that I. That looks like someone created. That looks like. Yeah. It, I know the original photo is a Iowa, like Iraq or something, and it's just firing his guns. But that person looked like they actually spent time to extending the boat and adding that, adding that uh fourth gun. Yeah, and to me, that is what funner history is about. Is like, yeah. is like, even if you're not good at Photoshop, but you you clearly still put effort into it, well then the post stays. It's like, cause that's what it is. Yeah. It's like people taking time, even if it's just ten minutes, and just making a Photoshop and like, you know, contributing to the the ridiculous lore. That's all it is. It's so yeah. I don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, I was in an argument with like one guy that was that was like. Um, I don't know what started it, but it was one of my posts, and he was, like, confused about how this, like, was, like, in funner history and stuff, and I'm, like, I, the, it's, I don't know. I, I do most of the posts on this subreddit, so I say hey, it, it's in the lore now, and he's, like, yeah, well, I have more karma, and I look at his post, and I'm, like, yeah, but I'm the I'm actually post on this subreddit except I'm, for you. Cause I'm a, I'm a moderator. Done, I'm a co-founder. No, I, I even checked his comments. This, he he looks like he just joined, and he's saying that he has superiority because he has more karma. And I'm just like, well, guess what? Who's running this subreddit? Yeah, yeah, we're all equally worthless. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, or whenever I post something real, people are like, check the subreddit, and I'm like, bro, I, I know. I, this is my subreddit. Oh, I mean, sidebar, the recent me. post with the uh, with the MiG twenty one uh. Of VSTOL plane, that yeah. one I, uh, that I found on Weird Wings. There was one person that said, Isn't this real? And I was like, Yeah, what point does that prove? And he was just like, I, um, he was just like, and he was just like, Oh, I was usually expecting a Photoshop, but this is still pretty cool. So I'm like, Thank you for not saying this is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Here, I think I can pull up the comment. It was here. Um, yeah. It's... So my most, uh, my most recent Funner History post, I, I just, Cross posted. Oh, God, I hate. Um, but, like, most recent funner history post. I posted this. 
virtual jet, he said, this is real, by the way. And I said, what difference does that make? Most of the subs are almost always fictional. Photoshop creation is still awesome, though. So it's worth mentioning that this was a real thing. He's not saying, yo, this is real. You suck. Yeah. He's just saying, this is a different expectation. Yeah. Yeah. It's the more time you'll spend on it, you'll realize that, yeah, like we've said, there are real things, and that's on purpose. Yeah. And it's to, again, to suspend disbelief because if every once in a while there is something real and you don't know what it is, you're never going to know which one's fake. So obviously, you know, the the flying clogs are fake. Like the, um, like the big, um, the, my giant version of the, uh, XB35 that was a tanker plane. Yeah. Yeah. That may be real. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. But it's, one person commented they're like this is real and I was like well yeah we do that on purpose just to keep everyone guessing and he commented that's very dangerous he said that's very dangerous of you and I was like it's very dangerous for you to say that (laughs) yeah I was like what I was like it's yeah it's very dangerous of you're right you know Dean and I might we might affect geopolitical affairs so who cares yeah I mean I mean I mean it is common i've seen remember that one time there's the guy that posted that like really crazy looking helicopter and the chinese thought it was actually real and it was a japan helicopter and they got really pissed about it until they realized some deviant artist just made it what have you ever heard about that so this guy so this deviant artist made this like crazy looking japanese attack helicopter it's like super futuristic and had like a bunch of missiles even a giant fucking rail gun on the bottom so china found out about these photos it was originally created in the united states and they thought japan actually created it and they got really fucking oh, they pissed about japan it actually they thought japan actually created the craft they they actually thought they created that crazy looking helicopter they thought this was a real photo even though it was like a cgi render on blender or something um, and they got really just pissed to Japan about it until Japan said, until they looked into it, and until like Japan looked into it and said, "Yo, someone just made this online," and they're like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it's like when news, it's like when news outlets pick up like onion stories. Yeah, exactly. And they think it's real. <laughs> yeah, man. I would love if if we could somehow, if I already get money, I would love to just contract some fake websites mm-hmm. like we've talked about we'd have some like fake youtube channels maybe you know just make yeah up- i'm trying i'm trying my best to to um once i get my computer to actually be not a useless useless piece of shit that it is right now even though it's a mac i don't know why but it's just decides it it, it does all the decisions for me sadly yeah. um but uh once i get the this to work i'll probably download blender and start like making like 3d renders of the stuff that i made in photoshop and such yeah kind of starting that now i already know how to use a bit of blender i know oh, really? how to like animate things so i just need to create and then start making crazy stuff yeah because if we can take if yeah, we can do that and then but not acknowledge that they're ours and then yeah put it up and be like well i saw it on this website because like yeah exactly we can also just like link the video well, or something I mean. just like crazy looking plane i found on youtube even though i just made it on blender and yeah. put it on well, the that's fake what I mean. channel that we created because not only do we post real stuff mixed with the fake stuff but so- sometimes we back the real stuff up so like that rail gun someone was like mm-hmm. the subreddit's for fake things and i was like this is real like they're like and i was like yeah this is real they're like well still your photoshop shitty and then i linked i linked raytheon and i was like this is from the raytheon website 
and they're like, oh, fuck, it actually is. So if we can just... Yeah, on um, one of my weird wings... A cross post of like this of this plane that actually existed i think someone commented like uh someone commented like isn't this real and then someone commented to that one this is fun or history it's definitely fake even though it was a cross post yeah. i didn't just steal the image i literally just went right up to uh, weird wings and clicked cross post image <laughs> yeah. I was, and i thought that was the most hilarious thing because like it's a cross post how did you not recognize that well I, th I think some of the reddit apps don't show that because i've had people say before because like i'll be a smart ass and i'll be like you dumb fuck it was cross posted and they'll be like oh like i can't see if it was cross posted or not like my phone doesn't show oh, it so i think some people actually can't see it i mean weird. whatever doesn't make it any less funny but, yeah, but still, it was I, was. I thought that was just super bizarre. Yeah, so if we could get this going down like like Inception, like if we could have real websites, mm -hmm. real websites of fake shit. Real. And again, there's really no benefit for this other than just kind of fucking with people. But it makes it's, people think about uh, other things that the government that things that may or may not be true in real life. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if we could I wonder if we could take screenshots instead of links I wonder if we could take screenshots of like Lockheed website and then put the photoshopped image onto there you're thinking of something I <laughs> that could be fun. I'm actually I actually am doing something like that uh, so I, on another subreddit some guy posted like a time magazine cover that you're able to you know edit so I'm right now before I got on this one of my photoshops is taking a time magazine cover and putting the 2020 arctic rush on it Fuck it's, yes. it's just going to be talking about every uh like funner history stuff yes. on like a time magazine Fuck it'll, yes. it'll actually look i'll try to make it look legit dude that's brilliant yeah i'm like going around on every website trying to figure out the fonts and all that <laughs> on the cover so i can make it look exactly like the real cover so people will look at this and be like yo what the heck well what you gotta do what you got to do is you got to post it somewhere else and cross post that into funner history because you as a moderator and contributor to funner history that could that could betray you i'll give you one of my throwaways and because well i started making throwaways like three years ago just so if people look at it they go oh well it's three years old so i've got like 20 backups <laughs> so if we took those and you post that on like I don't know, just any other subreddit, whatever, and then cross-post that into Funner History, then you might be able to dupe some people. Oh, yeah. Some some guy, some mysterious guy posts this, posts this cover about, like, stuff happening, of, like, this crazy thing happening in 2020, and then oh, on a different subreddit that gets cross-posted here, and they're like, wait, wouldn't this, isn't this real? And be like, fooled you. You've been <laughs> had deal with it yeah yeah if we could i think the ultimate end goal would be to try to i think we would try to get like a response from like a state actor do something like like get like try to dupe china or something like what they like what like happened with, with the helicopter, helicopter thing that would get be funny if we could get someone to pick it up and thought it was real but like a news agency that like picks up the onion articles 
Oh yeah. If we could get someone but to pick up like fun. If history. we can go all the way up to like CNN and they're and they're sharing an image that we created, I would, I would flip. I'd be so happy. I would I would freak out if I went to if I went online and saw on a CNN article or something of one of the so images we created. Shopping. I would just be like, "Well, I'm go- I'm going off to a mansion. See you later." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cover me in big bucks. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I would love. If they're listening, I would love to be contracted by the U.S. government. Because I would ha- I would happily so disinformate. Hey, Mr. Government man that speaks to my camera. Hey, FBI agent. I would love to sow disinformation for the U.S. government through Funner History. Yeah, I like happily- as you were saying last time I was on, but like getting a real photo of like one of those black planes posting yeah. it, and they'd be like, oh, this is fake because it's all Funner History. Perfect, Great Photoshop, though. though. That would be perfect, though. I would love to do that. I would do my patriotic duty. That's how I'd serve my country. Just showing people that uh, that these don't exist, even though they do. Whoa, crazy. They Could like. Be. That would be mad, but like, I don't think I don't know if the government would actually be interested. In I don't that. think there's anything beyond what they will and will not do. If there's a tactical yeah. advantage, I don't think they give a shit what it is. I think they'll do it. I don't know if they would just give us a couple of a uh, couple of like civilians that just live on up, on other sides of the United well, States. What they, they, yeah, what they would do we're is like, we're just random people. We're yeah. just random civilians, uh, and we would get contracted with a government job. I, that would be kind of out of the ordinary because there's usually like big sign up processes for yeah. that. I think what they would do is they they wouldn't contract us. What they would do is they would they would just use the subreddit. They would post it, and we oh. would ju- we would just assume that it, oh, if it's if it's on Funner History, it's fake. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So we, they wouldn't yeah they wouldn't go out of their way to contract assholes like us. Uh, I also download kind of every image that gets posted on Funner History and just kind of have that saved. So Good. Yeah, I mean, me too. I could have I, have I could bank. have official government photos on my phone soon. Well, that would that <laughs> would be the, yeah that would be the point. That would be yeah I've downloaded everything too just in case we ever get wiped out. Um, well, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't, I guess it's not worth their time, but let's say my podcast was huge. If I was Northrop, I would bring someone on and just sow disinformation, right? Yeah, that, would be advent- that would be advantageous to their operation. Yeah, throw them off, think, uh, make people think it's something different when it, when it isn't. Yeah. Fuck. And then it makes, it makes you start thinking, what have you, like, interacted with in your life that like wasn't what you thought it was like i always think like i wonder if i have seen a video on youtube or i have seen a post mm-hmm. on reddit that actually was because that's where intelligence communities operate is they operate hidden in plain sight like i wonder how many that's things true. or commercials or whatever you've seen that is real but yeah because that's really you... making me think now well there's no reason why they wouldn't I mean, I mean, there's also like, uh, you know, War of the Worlds. There yeah. was that craziness. Yeah. They also did. It, they did it again back in the U.S. In like, like a bit, a few years later in Ohio. Yeah. They did the same. Oh no, the aliens have arrived in Ohio. A fake broadcast message to see how it's just to see how the civilians would uh, would react to it. Yeah. They, they did that because 
that also relates to if the mil if a if a foreign military invaded the United yeah. States if if suddenly like Russians in, uh, stepped on United States soil yeah what would happen so they did that Ohio broadcast just to see what would happen if some foreign power landed on the uh, on the American continent and we defeated them or or lost to them or such um. And so they could gauge the reactions to see how they would handle with military and how they can continue to make that improve so USA just doesn't crumble hmm. as quick. Yeah. It's... Yeah, is, isn't that from Area 51? Oh, uh, yeah, I think it was, yeah. The, yeah, they talked the, about the importance of... the importance of War of the Worlds and that it wasn't just, you know... Ooh, you know, crazy. It's like, no, there's an actual tactical advantage to that. Because if you can get yes. the public to freak the fuck out and flood the phone lines and soak up emergency services, well, then there's your time to attack. Exactly. Or you do it a couple times in a row and you get people start to not respond to it. You know, like boy who cried wolf. And then you come in. Yeah, man, that's got me thinking of like, what if coronavirus is just what if it's a dry run see how everyone reacts that could be possible i don't know i it's also really so so because um i don't know it just seems a little too real because it did start in china it didn't start in the u.s yeah it's it's clear that things are going batshit crazy yeah on every country so if this was a disinformation tactic then then the entire then every country is involved and i don't think some countries want to get involved with this well no i, I think it would be one nation one nation would do it yeah and what you do is it would be a dry run you would see how does everyone respond to it I mean, China could have. I mean, there was, there is a biotech facility nearby the uh, In Wuhan. A couple was, blocks away. Some sort of, some sort of biotech facility. So they could have just like put this out this, and like this disease. And they're just holding out. They're just holding off on the, uh, on the cure because they they tested the disease. They probably have the cure. They're just waiting to see everyone's reaction before they start curing everyone. Yeah. Well, no, so, no, it's so not. Look, it's so they can show. Hey, China, we uh, show hey china look at us we're so good we've we defeated this virus that started in us this is so crazy we we could rule the world at this point so yeah yeah but <laughs> almost made me spit <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> okay sorry i just need yeah. there we go yeah welcome back Welcome back to the Wacky Podcast. <laughs> we're giving Still away going on that? Yeah. We're giving away airheads and skateboards. Um <laughs> Yeah. But Yeah, it's an interesting idea to think about coronavirus being a state sponsored bio bioweapon by the Communist Party of China. Because because <laughs> it, it makes sense that or fuck it, let's not even say it's China, let's say it's America, whatever. Or France, whatever. It doesn't quite matter where it begins so much as that everyone gets affected, infected, affected by infection. So, because if you don't infect yourself, that's that's suspicious, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to infect yourself. But what would it be? It would be a, it would be a dry run for something worse. 
So COVID-19, bad as it is, there could be some smallpox Ebola hybrid, right? And that's what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, because right now this looks... This thing has kind of the same symptoms as the flu. Yeah, like this one's bad, First, but you, it's... You cough, you, have, you kind of have a fever, you sneeze, you kind of... You just feel bad in general, stomach disruptions, you know, all that. It, you get the same thing when you cut like a common cold or a flu or, or something. So this this could be just modified version of the flu that can, that has a way better spread. Hmm. But like, yeah. So like bad though it is, you would need to make it bad enough that because you'd want to be doing a dry run for something much worse. So you couldn't release, like, you couldn't release something that, you know, is only as bad as the flu. Because you wouldn't get a, you wouldn't get, because if you're doing a dry run, what you want to do is you want to be able to collect data on how all of the world reacts. So you'd set up markers, you know, satellite imagery of, 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 of sea travel, of uh, railroad freight, of yeah, aviation tour, flights that are going around, all that. The economy, agriculture, you'd want to get like a thousand different parameters. And you'd start recording like two weeks prior, and you just, or even a year prior. And you would just try to, it would probably be multi, many years in the making. You would try to figure out, okay, what is the norm? So you get your statistical variations and you'd see this is what the normal behavior is. Ebbs and flows, geopolitical shifts, whatever. So you'd get your, that would be your base. That would be your control. And what you'd want to do is you'd want to, by, by whatever means, you would want to spread the infection. It couldn't be something that was simply a flu or a sickness because you wouldn't be getting valuable data. You would be getting people have the flu, whatever. We already know that. You'd want to get something that is bad enough that you'd almost hit that it's like a it's like a fission bomb it's like you wouldn't it's not a normal explosion it's a nuclear explosion but the first one yeah. is only 15 kilotons because you just want to get to that threshold where you see where it works and then you can scale up to megatons so what you'd want to do is you want to release something that is going to get that threshold reaction and that threshold reaction would be what we're seeing right now so you wouldn't want to use your ace hand, your Ebola smallpox hybrid. You'd want to release something that's just dangerous enough, like COVID-19, where it affects your breathing, there are at-risk groups, and there are definitely more people dying percentage-wise than from the flu. Yeah. So you'd want to get yeah. something that's dangerous enough that you'd see what you're seeing now. Quarantines, national shutdowns, strength of the borders. Lockdowns, lockdowns all that. Restricted travel, eliminated travel, all that stuff. And then, I don't know, maybe you wait like another year or two or five or ten. And you see how does, because like 9-11, they're going, the world is going to respond. They're going to start taking precautions now. They're, you know, what's that quote? Like safety regulations are written in blood. And so you learn from it. So what you'd want to do is you'd want to gauge it all. And you'd see how it's working. And then you would tailor your virus to be able to overcome that. And that's yeah. what your Ebola smallpox fucking whatever would be, right? Mm-hmm. So, or do you not wait years? 
do you wait until the quarantine's over and then you release it again? You release a new one. Because every, at this point, everyone's kind of the boy who cried wolf. They're like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, whatever. We just did this quarantine. It's because there's never been anything like this ever that anyone's been alive for. So you wait until everyone, I don't know, like in July or something, and then you release the bad one. And you would you would have data on how we all reacted to COVID. And you would take that into account. And Definitely. Because at that point, that would be your true bioweapon. But you would have to infect your own people again. And you can't release because a vaccine takes about 18 months to produce. So if you whip out a vaccine immediately, that's sketchy. You know, oh, I happen to yeah. have this, you know. Here's a gun. I also happen to sell bulletproof vests. You know, it's <laughs> it's like, huh. So, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Dean? Is this um, a Chinese sponsored I mean, weapon? It, it does. It does follow the uh, twenty year tradition of a virus. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, maybe maybe they just maybe there was maybe it is a virus just following that tradition, or maybe China was just like, you know what, I'm going to make the tradition myself. So yeah. They made the Fine, I'll do it. Virus going. Fine, I'll um, do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Fucking Thanos. Um, yeah, but it does seem strange with the whole China. Have, uh, coming from China, coming from a place that's right near some sort of biotech facility. The Wuhan facility. Yeah, exactly. So it's all, it's it's kind of in an area of mystery at the yeah. moment. Yeah. It also, it also kind of resembles the flu in some ways with its symptoms. So, so it all seems like strange, but we haven't really gotten the facts all together. Yeah. Because... This it literally just started. Started like as soon as twenty twenty came around, it just it just popped up and it's just been kind of going up. And yeah, it's, it's we're already three months in. We're not we're not all the way into like twenty twenty one yet. Where yeah. things could probably you'd probably just die down by then. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's like China's China's done some. It's probably doing some shady stuff right now. So the thing is, China's so it's if anyone else did it, it'd be like yeah, you know. I don't really see this being a Venezuelan plot, but if it comes yeah. from China, like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's from Wuhan, where their fucking biological research center is. Exactly. That'd, so that'd be like a if, giant yeah. facility that 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 works with bioengineering. Yeah. Why would it, how would a virus not have escaped and got and gone around? Yeah, it's like the CDC is in Atlanta. If coronavirus came from like the the city limits of Atlanta, you don't think that'd be a little sketchy of all places it could come from? It's like the UFOs of all places they visit. Is a hundred miles away from yeah, where exactly. we set off Going the nuke. So the Roswell thing. Yeah, it's like two miles away. Uh, two, like literally a couple miles away from where the first nuclear bomb was tested. Exactly two years. Now here we are. There's a biotech facility right in, right next to the epicenter of yeah. the, this giant yeah. virus it's that like, is scaring the world and causing everyone to go into lockdown. Yeah, and it's like the the virus. Yeah, it's oh the virus is from a wet market. It's like two miles from the the bio research center hmm 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 interesting yeah and you gotta look at well who benefits from it because with a biological weapon no one wins 
the only way yeah. you can win is if you vaccinate your whole population beforehand. Kind of like the sword and the shield, the the, the German method of they were going to vaccinate their population and then release chemicals on all of Europe. But if you do that, if you if you vaccinate China against COVID and then release it, well, then it's very obvious what you're doing is a bioweapon and you're going to be smacked up, smacked upside the head by some thermonuclear fucking. Right. I mean, there's also some, there's also a bit of mystery. So if, so if any China fans get a trigger, and I'm sorry, but if we're going to be excluding Shanghai and Hong Kong from this, but if you exclude those as not part of China, Taiwan, Hong Kong, all that, the rest of mainland China, there hasn't been any new cases recently. Yeah. They, they kind of, they kind of just stopped there, except if you're in Hong Kong, Taiwan, uh, like those, those areas that are more independence or were used to be independent um those areas they still ha- they're still getting it but china it just kind of it just kind of stopped but you go to like italy u.s hong kong they're still going up it's still it's still rising so it's mm. weird that china's not having any new cases mm. maybe it seems like no one in china's dying now maybe like they're all vaccinated HMM, mm. but that's only thought, reported thought, cases. Thought. So maybe maybe China's just making it look like they're winning, even though they're not. I don't know. Either it could what? be also just a regular virus that that started because of China. That started in China. It's not related, and they're and they're just not reporting on the cases because you know China with their censorship, they're everywhere with that. Yeah. So either way, it's sketchy. Either their yeah. cases have dropped off. Hmm. Dot dot dot. Or. Their cases are skyrocketing and they're censoring everything, which just makes them look even just in general, makes them look more suspicious and sketchy. Yeah, because it's just stopped. Either way, there's, there's either, not, like, either explanation they're still in Hong Kong and Taiwan, which claim they're independent. But um, but China says they're not. Yeah, so they're going up. They're still going up. So maybe maybe they're just getting rid of that. Maybe they. Maybe it was just a maybe this virus is caused just to get rid of the Hong Kong protests. All, um, that and then it just went a little off track and went everywhere. Well, it could be a possibility. I think that's a very legitimate control, possibility. Control demo test that did not go as planned. Or when exactly as planned? Because it would be very sketchy if COVID only affected Hong Kong. Then everyone would be like, "Well, that's really convenient." Well, China could have also like you know, uh, blocked off all travel. Because, like, as soon as they found Hong Kong and Taiwan things, they could have just, like, stopped yeah. all travel coming in and out of China or something. But that would just still, so they could kind of, like, control yeah. it. It would still look sketchy. I think the way to go is you would release something. It'd be like... Yeah. It'd be like but, if I need to assassinate someone, it's going to be very, very suspicious. The only way to know that if if what we're saying is truthful is to actually go to China and, and go to the top ranking government yeah. and find out but like that's like pretty much near you impossible so but it'd be like know. it'd be like if it'd be like if you're like in a cafe or something and you need to and I need you assassinated what am I gonna do am I gonna have like a bullet just fly through the cafe and hit you because now everyone's going someone assassinated this guy or, and you know, and who's benefiting from him being assassinated? Or do you blow up a car bomb that takes out every building on the block? Takes out everyone. Oh, you just so happen to be there. It kind of it kind of hides it, you know. I need yeah. I need this person dead. Well, what if I can remotely hijack the plane and crash it into the mountain? 
Well, now everyone's just yeah, like, exactly. oh, what a tragedy. All those people died. One of the people just so happened to be the CEO of my rival corporation, but all those people died. It kind of hides in the crowd. You got to take out exactly. Hong Kong. Like you can't, like you can't just snipe that person. And be like, okay, that's done. Because, okay, they can track where the bullet went. Exactly. Oh, they went there. So what do you find do? out who was in that building. Boom, we found the killer. But so, if you just like, you know, um, get some gas to go off and cause the whole building to erupt into flames and kill everyone that's there, well, then maybe seems like something went wrong with the gas line and go check that out. But like the whole building is gone at that point. So, where do we find that out? Exactly. So what better way to do it than to release something? You wouldn't release it in Hong Kong better possible deniability you release it in your own nation well it couldn't be us it started here you know yeah exactly oh no don't look over here and then it goes over to hong it goes over to hong kong it also goes to the rest of the nations in the world but by this point you've researched the drug and you know you know that this thing is going to you know it's going to kill x number of people it's bad but it's not the end of the world and yeah. so you're like this is expected but you're like it's it is in our benefit that it takes out protesting in Hong Kong mm-hmm. because it's a complete smokescreen. Everyone's so freaked out about their own economies tanking that no one's bet. Because think about it. How many times has Hong Kong been brought up in the news? Not one. Not one. No. It's... This yeah. probably also gives some some of China some free range with their military. Guess, guess what their military is doing? Sitting down because they're trying to get in lockdown because those are people too still yeah, sitting what, there. Exactly. What a, what a perfect smokescreen to use so the military. So they would just, like, you know, they could send out their ships to the South China Sea, take over, make sure Taiwan is now theirs. They'd be like, oh, hey, they're not taking care of this. No one's stopping us. Hong Kong, hey, it's the Chinese military. You're now ours. Yeah. So. Yeah. This could just be an elaborate plan for China to expand its empire. Yeah. Yeah, the Zippity's ours. This land is now ours. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, but that's exactly what it is. Is, yeah, what better excuse to mobilize your military? Because no one bats an eye now. If you, if you saw like Humvees in the street, I saw like Humvees rolling down the street right now of in my entire 29 years of being alive. This is probably the only time I would ever not bat an eye. Because I'd be like, oh, well, it's a pandemic. It's a global pandemic. Yeah, yeah maybe they're... they're just making sure everyone's staying inside, keeping healthy. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe like right after 9-11, you'd be like, well, you know, fighter jets streaking over Manhattan on September 12, 2001. There's like home videos of, of that. Of but course, you bat... they're probably going to be still in the sky. They're probably making sure no other planes exactly. come and strike a building. So you don't you don't bat an eye at it. You're like, oh, well, of course, because the, 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 the rubble is still on fire. So it's like, of course, they're fighter jets overhead. So... Yeah, not only that's a very good point you made. So not only would it be no one's batting an eye at Hong Kong, you could also every, every single website talking about coronavirus, they're probably not going to talk about the the hundreds of Chinese ships moving over towards mm. Taiwan and and landing on the shores. Probably they they won't even pay attention because they're too busy trying to get rid of their virus. And their militaries also sitting inside because of the virus. They can't move out because they're so scared they're going to get the virus. And their ships are going to get infected and they can't fight. So yeah. they. They're just going to be like, oh, too bad. That's sad. Yeah, you're not batting an eye at it. You're... Have you ever seen The Departed with Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, I don't think so. Not important. So at some point, they're just they're they're just taking out some guy who like hadn't paid his debts to the mob. It's like on a normal sunny day in Boston or something. Yeah. And so one of the guys goes outside of the apartment while the other three hitmen go inside. And he just starts lighting off... Uh, fireworks because there's like kids running around and they're all playing in the streets 
and he's just like throwing out fireworks there's like an ice cream truck and you saw the kids are screaming it's like bang bang you know he's just throwing out fireworks but man as well in, inside the guys go in there they have a non-silence gun bang and they shoot the guy in the head but it's no one bats an eye because there are kids screaming outside bang 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 one of them's a little louder but whatever bang bang boom bang bang no one bats an eye same thing is like you know everyone's quarantined everyone has to go inside the people in new york have to go inside the people in atlanta have to go inside the people in hong kong have to go inside the people in tokyo have to go inside it's like hmm what better way to don't look over here don't look over here go inside also they're inside they're not going to be outside so they could just waltz waltz and be like well, this is now ours, and they'd be like coming out like, uh, why, why is there Chinese flags? Yeah, well, exactly. Not only that, yeah, because everyone's wa- inside at that point. No one's outside looking around. No mm. one's outside defending their homeland. They're all inside huddling from a virus. Meanwhile, the Chinese are just doing whatever they please. Yeah. So if you got to send tanks rolling down the street, and you don't want some Tiananmen Square PR disaster, what better way do you do it than you can't roll in tanks when they're all out there because the whole world's watching. Cell phones exist now. They didn't exist when Tiananmen Square happened. So now there's a million cameras all connected to an internet that you can't shut down. Knock on wood. But so what better way to send in tanks than, well, if you got to disperse everyone because you can't run them over like you did in Tiananmen Square, you got to get them all out of the way. Well, how do you get them all out of the way? Have them all hide in their houses. Quarantine. Send in the tanks. And no one's batting an eye because every nation's sending out the tanks. Yeah, exactly. So it's a very I, convenient so that, that's, thing that's for China. China manufactured a virus just uh, for for probably finding out facts and getting some personal glory in um in a in any wartime scenario. I don't know what's going to happen. We China hasn't done anything yet, but fought it. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of the only thing that's really happened. No. And I guess the other thing is, China, the U.S. is now in the lead for coronavirus cases. USA. Um, so, we're yeah, we're in the lead. Uh, so now, hey, look, we have the most cases. It, people start looking to them, start worrying. Everyone's starting worrying about the U.S. because they're all dying. China is like, okay, I see everyone's going above me. Now I can do what I want because no one wants to look at how many cases I have. They want to see who has the most cases. Mm. They want to find out who has the most cases. And right now, it's good. And in the future, that might be like Italy and the U.S. and maybe some other nations. Mm. Who knows? So yeah. they're looking at who has the most cases. They're not going to be looking at China because they won't. Yeah. No, that's absolutely right. And it's... So let's look at it could it be the u.s and what better way so we want to wage trade war on china (laughs) what better way to get the rest of the world in on it than to set off coronavirus in china and be like look they can't be trusted and look what happens when something bad in china happens look what happens to the rest of the world it affects all of our supply lines so let's shut down the economy for a month and, you know, before we start back up again and go back to the old ways, now that we've shut down for the first time in forever, no one alive has ever seen a complete shutdown. Now that it's yeah. all shut down, before we start up our supply lines again and our, yeah, it's, uh, are you sure you want to start up with China again? I mean, you got a clean slate. This is, you're never going to have a clean slate like this again. 
Probably not for another century. Exactly. Do you want to start off with China again? Because, I mean, after all, look at them. They started the virus and they didn't report it. You know, just saying. Maybe you want to start something with anyone else than China. Maybe America. I don't know. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, I'm not saying China's bed, but what I am saying is that coronavirus started right next to the Wuhan facility. I mean, if I wanted to release a virus and wanted to make it look like America, I'm releasing it next to the CDC. Because now everyone's so, going, isn't that ironic? And I know that. Yeah, so I'm exactly. going, I'm going to Wuhan, the, the, the bio research center right there. I'm going, hmm, maybe I should make this and just, you know, oopsies, did I drop this? I mean, so, shit, yeah. shit, you could send that thing over on a little drone or something. A little stealth drone the size of like a fucking tennis ball. You could have that thing zip over, come in right on a stealth sub, shoot that little thing up, just go right over there, just... Just release some like aerosols guess, right into a crowded market. SR seventy one to go over, drop some like canister. That's to what I mean. Start stuff, going. Just some tiny little. And because it's a self replicating protein, it uses your body's uh, replication systems to create it. It's not like mm-hmm. you got to create seven billion of them. You got to create one. Maybe create just a couple for create, redundancy. Maybe a couple more so they don't just die off instantly. Yeah. And then where do you uh, go? But I don't someone's going to get infected at one point, and then it just and then it's just a cascade from that. Yeah, you go to China, and ooh, how perfect! It has a fourteen-day uh, incubation period, so it's not like it happens and within a couple of minutes everyone's coughing. It's like, hey, we need to shut this area down now. No, what you do is you release it, and fourteen days go go by. Someone gets sick and dies from it, but by then. How many of them have gone and worked on the docks and the docks that are shipping shoes to America and people get those shoes in America and now they wear them and they're being shipped inland and people inland wear those shoes and then they go to work and they go to work and they produce food and and it's just the interconnected global. I mean, what? There's something like 48,000 flights a day in the United States? That was in 2001. I mean, this is just crisscrossing, crisscrossing, crisscrossing. Every train, every subway, every cruise ship, mm-hmm. every just flight attendant who's just stopping by in Hong Kong for a day or Tokyo or wherever. And it's just, it's mishmashing, mishmashing, mish. 14 days go by, someone's sake, by this point, it's all over the globe. Hey, we got to pause the global economy. Everyone's economy is fucked. Before you start up again, are you sure you want to do business with China? Just saying, American flag billowing, <laughs> American flag billowing behind me. You know, <laughs> hey man, China probably can't be trusted. You should watch yourself. You should probably, there. you know, and it just so happens to be that I'm a uh, waging a trade war against China from America, red, white, and blue. But instead of saying, "Hey, fuck China," why don't I? Because if I just say that, I'm just banking on you agreeing with me. Why don't I yeah. make it real? You know, it's one thing if I blow up the twin towers and I'm like, "Hey." all the countries in the alliance, I need you guys to come invade Iraq with me. So what do you do? You wait a year or two, and then you go blow up those trains and buses in uh, in, in London. Yeah, that's and, and what now, the, now they're did during uh, start of World War II. You know how they, how they wanted to declare war on China? They sabotaged a train out in, out in the out past Korea and said it was China's fault, and then they declared yeah. war on China. Yeah, dude, it's the oldest play in the book, you know? I mean, shit, we see false flags all the time. Women who punch themselves in the eyes, give themselves a black eye and blame it on the husband so they can take half. Like, you know? Yeah. We, we see false flags on on the domestic front. What better way to do it than, you know, if I want everyone to join my coalition, my NATO coalition to go fucking invade Iraq, but everyone's kind of like, eh, I mean, yeah, I mean, 
you know, 9-11 was bad, but I'm not sure I want to send my troops in to help you guys. Well, zippity do that. I'm going to set off some bombs in the London subway and the London double-decker trains. What day? That was July 7th? That was 7-7? I forget what year that was. Ooh, but now, now you guys have a bone to pick with Islamic terrorism. Why don't you come help me, you know? <laughs> and now it's... And if the other countries are smart, they'll get the picture like, hey, uh, you should help America or a terrorist attack is just going to happen. Like, right? Yeah. So I can say, hey, everyone, you guys should help wage uh, wage this uh, trade war against China, or you can bring the war to them. And now that everything's in limbo right now, we have time to reevaluate everything. And it's like, you know, I don't know, man. Watch to see if Trump comes back and it's like we've got some very uh, attractive trade deals, you know. You sure you want to start off with China again? Yeah, so... Are you sure you want to do that? It's all going to... So we're all just waiting down on the 2020 election to see what the hell Trump does to keep himself in office. If it's government secrets or something else. It's or, or, yeah, let's see. Maybe Trump... Or maybe Trump's tanking the economy just so he can bring it back up and be like, look, I saved us from coronavirus. You need me. You need me, baby. 2020. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it really was just a fucking flu. <laughs> People were just overthinking things. Because I actually saw, because I heard uh, some guy was watching the History Channel and they were wondering how the pyramids could be like divisible by pi and stuff. They're all doing this crazy stuff. And the scientist says, maybe they measured it with a wheel. And then they, and then everything just went to ape shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what do they mean by this? And it's like, maybe, maybe these people who literally thought that they were maybe gods. Maybe just overthinking it. Yeah. Just, there's like this simple solution. Maybe COVID-19 is the intelligence nightmare of the century because there really was no one behind it, but every other country thinks there was someone behind it. But yeah, it really I mean, was just really, a flu. Uh, we're really divided at these times because, you know, everyone's blaming each other for everything. So. Maybe, it's, maybe it was aliens. They're like, they're like, hey, we're going to show these motherfuckers how interconnected they are and that the only way to peace and success and prosperism is is through teamwork. And look what happens. I mean, that's what they do every 20, uh, every on every 20 year. They just send a new virus, say world peace or death. Yeah. And, and we, we usually choose death. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we chose death and yeah, we've been choosing it, but maybe they're just going to keep throwing us that card. Hey, let's eventually one well, time. Watch out for 2120, okay? Yeah. All right, bro. That was three hours. Jesus Christ. All right. You want to call? I will. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, okay. send the link to your friends. Tell those assholes to uh, stop pinging you and to check out the podcast. Because, <laughs> yeah. All right, Dean. Definitely do another okay. one sometime. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm saying goodbye. I'll, I'm going to text you in a minute. But <laughs> yeah. We're probably just going to message each other other yeah. Reddit notifications yeah. and such. Oh, I'm going to send you that. I'm going to send you the number that Northrop Grumman woman I called. You should give her a call. Be like, hey, will you go on a podcast? Are you, are you affiliated? I'm just going to be like, yo, my friend said he, uh, he, he, you ghosted him. Please call him back he will, he really wants a person to come on this podcast he is please. heartbroken he is sobbing in the corner will you he won't answer the phone please call him back you don't even have to meet up personally just call just, on just skype call so him back. tell him you think his podcast is super nifteroony <laughs> he's crying all right bro stay safe coronavirus okay. 19 hopefully in the future this will just all just be a, a funny thing to remember yeah we can all just laugh 
or this clip is going to be on the Discovery Channel in the year 2100 and be like, oh. these these poor souls. It's going to be like those smiling <laughs> soldiers walking off to World War One. They had no yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just like... Like the Doughboys that are leaving the United States yeah, and the, think that, that we're going to end quickly. Yeah, but it ain't, they're all it on ain't. the train waving, hey, and it's just like, it'll be over by Christmas, and it's like, no, it won't. Like, yeah. They're just showing this on the Discovery Channel. These kids thought it was over. Hey, what's that flag in the background? Oh, that was a, there once was a nation called America. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's like ground zero, like yeah. nuclear war or something. Yeah, yeah. What is he wearing? That's something called a headset. This is back before telepathic communication. Yeah. Fucking My Christ. gamer headset. Yeah. Yeah, gamers. All right, Dean. What's this, a turtle? Fuck I've you. never seen these fuck creatures you and before. your turtle, Dean. What the fuck? Jared the turtle. Jared the turtle. Turtle 2020. <clears throat> All right, brother. Okay. Godspeed, Dean. Peace.